study every one of the top 40 records there every day on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children of Bush to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. This is a special program. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. Really? Dave, Dave Charnick is getting dressed <laughs> on the show. Wow. 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 You know we're on a camera show, right? I'm, oh. I'm glad you wore your formal tie-dye. We're getting... Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Dave. That's his looking for work tie-dye. I'm glad, I'm glad you could join us. We are live at the Las Vegas Dream Factory, as obviously, because we're definitely not in our studio. This is like, oh, it's way too nice. Sounds. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I know, right? So oh, we uh, so suck. We are going to go home after this and skulk into our little into our little hovel and uh, hope to be able to continue the show for you. But in the meantime, while we're here, we got surrounded by killer guests. We're at the MJ BizCon. We were at the MJ BizCon. Now it is over, so it's the official after party, which. I swear to God, it's sometimes the best. All these events, it's like, the t- like and I'm always just waiting for this moment. It's like, you get like, God, it's... Anyway, we'll go over how crazy this thing is in a minute. But we do have, uh, like right now, we have our buddy, <laughs> Mr. Sonny himself, Sonny Chiva, uh, who's been a long time, Not, I mean, friends of the show for a long time, but hasn't been on the show for years. Years. Yep. Years. Oh, get close to the mic. Yeah, you live on the mic. Yeah. It's uh, definitely definitely been a minute, and it's probably been about three and a half, four years. But we so. talk about you all the time. That's the best part. Thank like you. your name pops up more often than not, which is a good thing. So we're we're keeping the fire going. And then uh, we've also got, and now, see, this is the thing on the way over here. I was like, Dave, you got to know. Oh, how to say I was supposed name. to ask how to pronounce your name. I always fuck it up. Ungayo. Uh, Ungayo. Ungayo. Like one rooster. Ungayo. So we have. Ungayo, Welcome to the show. These microphones are very nice. They're fucking nice, right? This is like so you sit so around and talk to yourself all night and go like, hey, that sounds so good. Right? Mm-hmm. Not that I do, but we're feel all like Barry White. I was going to say, I feel a little Barry White. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> I already heard you singing before. As so many I times as we've made love and gave love and given love. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Adam, would you mind if I also this dry ass see him? This oh, yeah, dry yeah, ass yeah, Las you, Vegas weather definitely has my I, voice. I, I, I just, oh, 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 we we want to talk to each other. We want to make love, but we really can't. Yes, I feel something. I feel something happening right now. Yeah, you guys can, Sonny and Adam. We were being demoted. I've heard Sonny Chiba's name mentioned more than possibly anybody. Usually, when there's a reference to a. To, uh, a 1970s <laughs> usually kung fu movie legend. <laughs> no, there's a diss rap usually involved, and that's usually when it pops up. Oh. You're like, oh, I didn't know you guys were in a diss rap together. Yeah, me and Sonny. That's how we. That's how we met. Right. Officially, right. Can, can we start off right with a huge fucking bangers joint? Since we've been standing outside in the freezing cold, filming for yeah. the past three and a half hours. And you know right what? Up. Maybe I actually have on me, which is funny. Is Got your yo tip. Dave sounds upset. I'm not upset. Does that work, the big one? Yeah. Just needs an attitude Give adjustment. No, no, no too, it doesn't fit. Too big. Uh, uh, it's very technical. <laughs> it's very technical, the whole Hi, oh. putting a joint together. Sorry. Hi. You're good. Have you ever yeah. seen this device that we have here? The Yo-Tip? Uh, the Yo-Tip. Yeah, send that down there. 
Oh, it's a tip you put on your yo. That's nailed it. Nailed it. Nice. Nice. I think I have a couple. I think Purple Rose Supply sends a few when they send you their giant uh, blunt making kit. This one is kind of. This is a little different because this is go. This is for like personal. Like you have one. Oh, you have. have, Oh, it's COVID safe. Exactly. It's like a condom for your doobie. You, you're, <laughs> you're, you're so on point. You're firing on all cylinders, Doobie sir. prophylaxis, sir. <laughs> Doobie laxis. Doobie laxis. Yeah. But in general, they, it makes, for these kind of situations at these conferences, it's a, it's it's a, a good, good idea. Because usually my, 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 my normal thing is I roll a lot of joints, and then I just take a couple hits myself, pass it, and I don't want it back. Don't ask for it back. I just go, keep going. When I'm in Germany, everybody just rolls their own joint. You know, that's the thing. We spoke to a lot of people in Europe about that to see if yo tips would play well over there. Yeah. And when when the product was first invented, it was really let's be safe. Yeah. But but there was this added benefit. You you'll see when you take a hit off this, it like I don't know, it supercharges the smoke or gets it going in a in the right airflow path. But it, it just hits better. Okay. A lot of pre rolls don't words. get good at all because they always have this. They're over too tight. You know, what I mean, too that's tight, like too loose. You gotta. Uh, Finger, you got to mush them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to finger the pre-roll a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but this one is to coated get it ready. Keith, so you can't <laughs> finger it at all. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. So when you touch, you only want to handle it by the... By the tip. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know how we got... It's it's this it's these microphones. Just handle it by the tip. Exactly. It's going on. So what are your impressions of the NJ BizCon this year, Mr. Dunn? I mean, it's as as things get more professional every year, it starts to get less and less interesting, right? Like you want to see the, it's like a podcast. You don't want to see people like now. Look, we're looking way too professional. People are gonna probably fall off. Be like, dude, the shit's gonna go into way too smooth. It sounds good. There's nothing to complain about. You know, trade shows are always nice when they're on their up come up, and then all of a sudden you see it change like consolidation, right? Everybody gets big. All of a sudden you have hundred thousand dollar booths, five hundred thousand yeah. dollar booths. You're like, yeah. holy fuck, dude, like. It's and then you see the opposite too. You see companies that were big and now they're small, and it's kind of like, oh, oh knock down a peg over there. What happened with those guys? You know, like you see some guys that you thought were, you know, they were heavily funded Somehow, at one sure, point, and sure. now they're not. <laughs> or they, you know, yeah, they spent all the money on Lamborghinis. Wait, did you hear about the MJs last night? Uh, I did not go. So we, go. we we heard we heard a little bit of a story. Now Adam and I, just let's get it out of the way. We're incredibly honored to be nominated Amen. for an MJ. It was it was fantastic. It made it it felt Congrats. really good. Okay, we we did not win. Um, Mita Unshackled. Won. Oh yeah, that's uh, Cameron, congratulations to Dimitri yeah. and Domingo. On those so I, I knew Dimitri's brother for a long okay. time before before he got into cannabis politics in uh, in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, but congratulations to them. Um, one thing uh, a listener came up to us and said, uh, "Did you hear about the MJs last night?" And we were like, "No, we weren't there." And he said. She goes, do you know, they kind of did like, you know how um, at the uh, the music awards when they take a moment and they go over all the artists who passed the yeah. last year. They did that for all the can of businesses that failed. <laughs> uh, and that could be the whole how event. Long, how long it's, it's was a that? Long list. <laughs> like, and we're but that's, yeah. that's, that's painful. I mean, that is... Um, making everybody relive the demise of their business. And you don't know how many families were associated. I, I just thought if it turns out to be the way it was, it's in poor taste. It was pretty classless. But then on top of that, they, they were also, because when we had the guys on from MJ, we kind of threw down some ideas, which we thought were pretty fucking, you know, progressive and smart and make sense. And we're like, hey, why don't you like 
fence off an area out front so that you can have people smoke, right? And they were like, no, we can't do that, right? And we were like, no, you should, what you should do is use it as an opportunity to adver- get more advertisement, but keep it all like stealth where it's all black, you know, shaded in so we don't have to see it, right? And then, and then they, they did the exact opposite, right? They opened it up and put it right at the entrance so all the smoke goes into the entrance which was not a good move at all. And now with this today, it was like cops were everywhere. They were like being a hat. Not everywhere. There was one challenge. The first, the first, uh, I say this all the time. It was easier to throw cannabis events when weed was against the law. Cause then you find some big warehouse where somebody doesn't care and you can put up a giant cloud. Right. And so now venues want you to have your weed event, but they don't want you to have any weed which doesn't make any sense. And so they're like, you can't smoke in here, you can't smoke out there, you can't smoke over here. Issue number two. How are you going to throw weed? Because people are going to smoke weed. You can't tell weed smokers not to smoke weed. So if anybody was at the MJ's, maybe, because the person told Adam and I, they made an announcement saying that if you don't stop smoking right now, we are shutting this event down. Yeah. Dad's pulling the car over. Yeah. Yeah. And And that's why you don't do one there in the first place. You know, we already, and that's the thing on the show, we were like, we can't go to the casino to a party because they're going to be lame about smoking. We already know that. We already and, know. And they were kind of like giving us the idea that maybe they had something under control or something and it wasn't, but I, obviously not. You know, so, there are unfounded lie. rumors that they did have it under control until like the day before when the authorities were like, no, not at all. And this is what, this if you haven't done enough of weed events, if that hasn't happened to you at least multiple times because every event I've ever had has been like up until the moment everything's good we got shut down by the feds once at a park (laughs) (laughs) in the the 90s you got shut down by the feds yeah at a park at a park we Mm. we threw a a little protest in San Francisco um, not realizing that the park we picked was federal land and not city land right and so oops yeah the feds get upset you get better food though uh, well, fortunately, we all got away. <laughs> there were more of us than there were them, but we had to shut it down pretty quick. Wasn't there uh, just a tangent? They Didn't they do that um, uh, where they got underneath the big parachute on the quad when they after oh, yeah. they shut it down and they thought, because in Boulder, they would gather on the quad every 420 and they would just let everyone smoke for that one day. Right, right. But then they decided they weren't going to do it anymore. So a bunch of kids thought they were being clever and they had a smoke session under one of those big parachutes <laughs> until the cop walked up on them. Right. And then there's a video of them all fucking scrambling like, you know, hey, roaches when the, the lights go what on. What are you going to do? Yeah, you, you do what you're going to do. Yeah, we've come such a long, long way. I mean, I remember back in the days in Seattle when... Uh, the cops would show up early at the Seattle Hemp Fest, and anyone they saw smoking weed, they would arrest them, like straight arrest them. Not like, here's a ticket, here's a warning. It was arrested. And Washington law at the time was like, if you got arrested for any amount of weed, you had to spend the night in jail. So they would do that, and it would shut it. No one else would want to smoke weed out in the thing. And then, you know, 10, 15 years later, cops are handing out Doritos, courtesy of the Seattle Police Department, blah, 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 blah. So and it always that, comes And maybe around. we shouldn't overlook that. That Are we really complaining that we had a roped-off section in front of the convention center to smoke? No, it was right. It was, and that's the problem. Is it was <laughs> but very, were you allowed to was, smoke there, though? Yes. And this is, yeah. the pro- this is the problem, is that it was exactly what always happens. You go like, dude, this is fucking really cool. And then it just fucking, like, they figure out that it's cool and it gets shut down. You're like, wow, mm-hmm. how could that happen? Because it was fine yesterday but today had a total different vibe like you could just tell when we got there today it was like not many people in there 
Dave saw some like the classic where there's like a bike cop looking at people coming out of the smoking section, watching them go to their cars, then calling oh, up to another guy so that the car is going to pull up over there and they're going to go, excuse me, sir, could you pull over? Oh, have you been smoking recently? Like, well, you know, it's just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? So, uh, you know, that kind of shit, that kind of shit is, uh, is, you know, should be out of, should be in the, in the rear view mirror at this point, but apparently not, especially well, Vegas. Cause it's always been like the one thing that sucks. Right, it's always been like everything's cool except for the weed, and then it became kind of cool, and now it's like they're pissed that it's cool. You know what I mean? Well, can we just put it out be, there, Adam? Everyone needs to know the context. There were two police officers killed last night on the highway. Oh no! By a drunk driver when they were they had stopped to assist a disabled motorist. So every police officer in Las Vegas and probably the country is super fucking pissed, and you know if the they have every right to be from that one instance, but the broad brush can't just come out on us all. And But we need to recognize they're all hurting right now, and they were doing whatever they were going to do to try to make themselves feel better, and unfortunately, that's go after our brethren. So, But he wasn't there when we left, okay? He was there in the middle of the day, hmm. and it was interesting because I interacted with him. I just walked up, and I... And I started talking to him. I, I said, is the crowd here more or less respectful than, you know, like the electronics festivals you come to? Right, right. And he October went on, he went, he went, well, they're right there using narcotics. narcotics. And they're going to get behind the wheel. And I, I wasn't going to correct him. I'm just letting them go. And they're using narcotics openly and they're just puffing up and then they're just going to their cars. And he's wearing a mask. He's 60 pounds overweight and he's on a bicycle. So I, I wonder what he did to get bumped down to that fucking patrol. You know, I mean, that just seems like you'd give that to a rookie. Maybe they put it on him as part of his new health care regimen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either way, he was, he was just angry. And I didn't know at the time that it was probably because of the, the, the two officers who fell in the line. It was because of the narcotics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. How do you how do you say that to someone when they when they refer to cannabis as a narcotic, which it is not. It is not. It's a it's a um, it's a euphoric. I think they they technically classify it as a hallucinogen. <laughs> it is technically a hallucinogen, like a but really, it's it's a euphoric. And it, but it is also technically classified as a narcotic according to the DEA. It's a Schedule One narcotic. Well, they're wrong. Yeah, it's worse than uh, medicinal cocaine. <laughs> And how about you, Shane? Were you were like you were in the cultivator side mostly, or yeah, over there. <clears throat> were you working with anybody this year? Or were you just, no, I'm just, just, I'm just, just cruising just around, cruising around as you know, freelancing it and just seeing what's new. And oh, did yeah. you see anything that's new? That's that's always a tough one. Those, that, that side seemed a little meager this year compared to what the other side. The other side seemed like it was more, you know, just there were not a lot. It's I mean, there was just an overabundance of stuff. Like I, at, the, at the end, we went over by uh, like all the vape carts and it was just like row after row after row of like all this vape shit. And you're like, I, I almost wore a shirt that yeah. said, I don't need any help with your packaging yeah, or no vape packaging. products. Yeah, it was yeah. all packaging of vapes this year. Come on. It's all ball bearings. Hey, but congratulations days. to Grove Bags. Basically half the booths were printers, Vinny. They were just big printers. That's all those guys did. This yeah. is our whole business is right here. This is this really? Roland, this one Roland machine we have. Right, right. This is it. Well, I mean, everybody, everybody the, the traditional market <laughs> and the uh, and the regulated market, everybody needs packs, right? Everybody needs a bag. It's all branding these days. Mm -hmm. uh, Can't reuse so. it. Must comply. Right. No stickers. Right. Make it. If it prints, you make a, a typo on it. You can't fix it. You got to throw them out. That's just stupid. There's I mean, a... It, 
stupid. There's a dispensary uh, or a, a grower in um, in Washington State, and they sell theirs in like little shot glasses. Right. Oh, so you cool. can so you get a genius. Get Top shelf. Yeah. Actually, I think I have one on me. Like Genius. The, that's a good one. Anything that you can reuse, yeah. I'm, I'm all about. Yeah, upcycling. Then you can find out what a, what a glutton you are, too. You'd be like, dude, right. like 17,000 <laughs> shot glasses. I'm fucking I'm out of control right now. Your friends are like, man, <laughs> you, you, we just want to talk are. to you about your drinking problem. <laughs> it's not a drinking problem. It's a cannabis, <laughs> cannabis <laughs> problem. Get, get your problem straight. Yeah. It's yeah. not even a problem. It's just a usage. But definitely, yeah. definitely with packaging, if you can. But that's the thing is, then it becomes cost prohibitive because you're like, holy shit, it's costing us a, you know, a buck when other people are spending five cents. Right. And then you know you're wondering, and when it's okay when the, when the price is high, but when the price is low, it can really cut into your bottom line there too. <laughs> right. Because oh, that's a really nice shot glass yeah. too. That's fucking big, like, yeah, damn. Nice. Yeah. That's like a. Being, that's like, from a Top Shelf out of Washington. Much bigger than your average shot. But yeah, I was gonna think it was like, either had to be really good weed. <laughs> yeah. The weed's pretty good. Of course I so what is this like? A, this fits like an eighth in it. Fits like an eighth in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not bad. The weed in Washington is getting better, and it's it, still not great. Is it prepackaged like this, and then in something else to keep it even more fresh, or that's holding it? Uh, there was a plastic seal around it. It had. Oh yeah, it just had like a. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's nice. Uh, that's I, I feel like California still has the best weed. Let's see that. I'm, I'm um, sorry. I, I yelled at them. Barcelona the and Southern Oregon are tied for second. I just asked him to turn that music down a little. Oh, that's, that's, those are my thoughts. You ask him to turn the great music down, there's definitely Oh, that's got a nose on it. Some merit. To that. <laughs> Some merit. Yeah, you you yeah. would agree that my argument a little, a little carries bit. weight. I concur. <laughs> I concur. I concur. Uh, there's a lot of good cannabis all over. You know, oh, yeah. It's all about the grower. And, uh, the all the time. Right. Sure. But, uh, you know, at the show, I would say cultivation-wise, you know, just being in it all the time, it's like you're always kind of seeing it as it goes. But to go to a show, you know, to walk the floor. It's so hard. It's so hard for me. A couple me. of things that were, made me excited. And it, it, things that excite me is like a UVC light, the, you know, sterilize the garden and stuff like that. Like, you mm -hmm. know, it's kind of exciting. Let but me ask you, as a, as a cultivator or grower, because this is what I'm on lately, uh, it seems that in, in the regulated market, it is harder and harder to find rare or exotic or specialty strains because Certainly. you know big farmers want to grow big things that grow fast and yield yep. huge uh i worry about cannabis becoming the cavendish banana right anytime anytime you get too too monoculture in any way shape or form you fuck yourself up mm -hmm. right right but can we convince these cats of this no it's really hard dude i i, I just talked to a group the other day and it was like it was like they heard exactly what I was saying, and at the very end, it was just like straight back to, I want, I'm looking for, you know, biscotti, whatever. And it's just like, okay, guy, we're not listening to what I'm saying to you. I'm saying that people are figuring out that it is smart to go back because right now everything is in this. We're in this like a same band, right? Everything's in this very similar band. Right, to the point right, where it's right. just like, it's not, homogenized. It's so not interesting at all. And, and and then at the end of the day, the only things that sort of pop are the things that are either been held for a long tip time on. or mm -hmm. fresh, or fresh, <laughs> fresh uh, uh, genetics that somebody, you know, occasionally, like, and, and you'll get stuff that's pretty tasty and stuff. But it's like a lot of times it's just, it seems like the high has not been, right has been, has not been. That's because THC content has become the bellwether of quality, yeah. and yeah. The, which is completely yeah. not true. Yeah. And I see, I see some places are, are leaning more toward 
putting a flavor profile on the on the packaging or listing the other terpenes on the packaging because it's old. You know, it's difficult. Back in the day, you had a deli style. They'd open the jar, you could smell it. Your weed man would bring over three or four bags. You could smell and find the the terpene that most appealed to you. Yeah. But now you don't know that. You have to trust these brands. And so, but you don't, you don't know how to trust A lot of times you can't them. even smell the, the product in the jar. So no, you, you can't smell it in the jar. And then you realize the, the Washington the harvest You have to trust the brand. That's also how they ago, do it in California. I mean, they have the little tester jars, but those terpenes are all I mean, right. the days of the days of having and being able to get it out of a little thing are pretty much over for That's, most places. Right. It's like, I dream of opening my own dispensary where it's just like me in a room and like four or five weeds mm-hmm. that I like, and you set an appointment and come over. <laughs> Right. So really, 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 really my house in 1997. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, this is a pretty cool setup. You know, you just come in, hang out, smoke a joint with you. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I'll take an eighth of that. I'll take a quarter of that. Hey, right on, man. So we, we spoke to a couple of pre-roll companies. So Bangers was one of them. Yeah. Um, Sugar Top Body Joints Colorado. They don't, they, they make the joints that the customers say they want. Yeah. They don't go and say, hey, I'm going to put cherry flavored terpenes in this they do that because somebody says, you know, the guy that brought those cherry flavor joints in, they sold really fast. We want more than those, yeah. more of them. And so they 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 make the product that the consumer wants to buy, which right now I, I, is I'm the just white claw of weed. It's just dumb. They're dumb. It's the white claw weed. It's like super sweet. You yeah. get really high. Do you? you know? Do you, do you really? <laughs> do you? I don't know. I, I don't know if I do. I don't. Get, you don't once, get once I taste the fake terpenes, I don't really finish that joint. Oh, wouldn't right. Wouldn't Jack say? You don't get really high from that. You would just get stoned. Fair enough. Which is what I think. Actually, I'm going more for that side of the fence. Jack, right. would, Jack would probably say that. Yeah. You know, and, and well, my my whole thing is like when I do dabs, I can kind of you know it's just you don't really get high or stoned. You get kind of just like it's like this buzz. Like I just say. get quiet. And then, but then if you smoke a joint. You like leave the keys on the car and sit in the car and go, where the fuck are my keys? Like for 20 minutes and look around and with your phone, looking for your phone, you know, that kind of shit. That's all just weed shit. Like, <laughs> but dabs, you don't do that at all. Dabs, you just think like, I need another dab, basically. It's like it keeps kind of getting you into this mode where you're just like a so little more So for dabs, you don't do anything. But what I'll do is I'll just have lots of different ones. And then all of a sudden, it's like lights out. Like if you have three different flavors and then you're sitting there, boom, you go back and forth. At a certain point, you're just like, it, it works because it hits all those receptors. You know? All the receptors you need. But if you are just doing one, you're kind of like, it's. You ever think about right. making a blend? I think that's, I think blends is where it's at for, for effect all the time, just because you kind of have to and trick yourself once in a while. You know, you can't, you can't just kind of get in too much. Certain, I mean, what you think, when you think about like uh, hybridizing, uh, those are kind of blends anyway, right? Uh, the original uh, Blue Dream. Was like blueberry, which is that super heavy indica, and haze, which is the sativaest of all the speediest of all the sativas, uh, and so that's that's a blend. But if you bought some blue dream and you bought some haze and you cut them up and rolled them into a joint, it would kind of well, well. Everything do the I mean, everything thing. technically is a hybrid except for the most extreme. Like if you're you, you have to sure. look very far. Durban poison, very few. Oaxacan gold or whatever. <laughs> Panama red. Yeah. Right. And like Oaxacans would be like the imagine the worst plant you could ever grow indoors. You know what I mean? Because it's like that's like Lester Grinspoon on roids mm-hmm. or something. You know, right. I mean? it's not where designed it's like, for it at it's all. It's like complete calyx like separation where yeah. you're not even yeah. getting like a full bud. You know, and, yeah. and, and, and that, that's the thing. That's we're... on a good day. <laughs> and that that comes back to what you're asking about. It's potency. It's flowering time that really kills. You know, that, there, it's yeah. hard to to get a buyer 
who's going to support your 12, 14 Dude, I need cycle. 16 weeks for this. Yeah, and then we got to cure weeks. it. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So my, You're not going to see this for half a year. Of dessert strains or yeah. whatever. That's what everybody wants to yeah. push for. But, it's, but at the end of the day, it would be the only thing really that people can't do at home anymore because people get, even though they should be, it should be a thing that people have patience, they can make it happen. But like just because of the cost inhibitive, you know, like all of a sudden you're paying for power for like 20 right. weeks to get like to that yield yeah, where you're like, I tough. can't even cover that's my tough. power bills at this point. You know what I mean? That's not worth it. Whereas if, uh, but I think for, for larger facilities, getting into that mode, it really, if you did all the, if you took all the numbers and put it into play, you'd be like, well, wait a minute, I need less plants. I flower less times per year. I have to switch out all my shit less times per year. I have to harvest less, you know, mm. but I get the same yield because I'm going longer because you give them a lot more space. Cause I've seen like back in the day in Amsterdam, cause Amsterdam is like the cheapest people in the world. Dutch people are cheap as fuck. Ask frugal, frugal. So cheap. They, <laughs> they created, they, they, their own personal joke is that they created a wire by stretching. They found the same penny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so, and that they, they agree, you know, but at the same time, it's like from a grower's point of view, like you think they never would grow that, right? But they figured out, no, this is w way worth it because they could grow exactly that less. Take, you know, there was all these less things in their head. And at the end, they charged a lot more and people paid it because people appreciated the time because the Dutch just say, hey, I have to pay my power bill. I have to pay this. I have to pay that. And the guy's like, OK, that makes sense. So for a six week strain is like nothing you know and a 12-week strain they're going to pay you double you know and that was worth it and i was like right, okay right. that makes total sense and i wish that it would happen here but the problem is everybody's just locked it's hard in to on find this nine one of the commitment. challenges is it's it's so expensive to get into the game because i mean everybody knew one guy it was like i just grow haze that's all i smoke so that's all i grow mm -hmm. and so they take the time to like perfect that thing and maybe they put out five pounds a year or whatever or something small back but you're always happy to get it you, you, you look forward to it you're like oh man it's yeah. It's October. Eric's going to have that super Spanish haze that makes me clean the house before the family comes over, and I'm very excited. And, very and funny enough is it. back in the day I would always, because in Amsterdam there was also like the most important things to, I thought were if I was going there was to smoke, you know, when I lived there too, but what, just I told everybody just while you're here, smoke all the haze and smoke all the hash you can. Because smoke those are all the, two, the hash. Those are the, the two Dutch things hash you're not going to get those back home. And that's sad because like the hash culture here is so wrong. Like they don't understand that it. it'll be harvested on Thursday and on the shelf on Monday. You yeah. Know what I mean, and you're like, that's not, that's not how you do it. That's not the way it works. It's got to age. It's so, got to, so in a way, you got to walk around with it in your shoe. For I mean, I appreciate, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the, the, the freshness of it all. And I get it, but it's like, it's also very, um, it's very fleeting, you know, cause at the end of the day, you're not going to have, uh, the same, material if it sits around long enough and that's what people never get a chance to do and if you get a piece of hash uh in in holland that's imported it's from last year's thing and it's right it's very stable so you get whatever you're getting you're gonna have as long as you keep it in you know not reasonable condition it'll be pretty close to that for a while because it's all self-preserving right and then what's happening right now in morocco is all the the, the, the old school guys are kind of they like it because it's stronger, but they don't like it because it has no structure, right? The, the hash doesn't age well because mm. it's all this, people are bringing in gelatos and bringing oh, in right, all this right, cheese. Right, There's right, like right, a ton right. of cheese there. Right, right. And, a ton, and like the all that shit. just kind of. It's, it's too terpy yeah. for what it, because it used to be like low, pretty low to medium sort of like THC content, but it had all this other things that, and it kept it. Right. When you made that hash, it also had like a, 
it's totally different vibe. It would turn to glass, like turn to hard as glass almost. And then when you warmed it up, it would get nice. This stuff will just always stay gooey. Mm. And so it doesn't have too much water. It doesn't have a consistency right. where it's, it, it ages good. So what happens is after a while, you get this sort of like hollow vibe on the inside. Whereas the old shit was like, it wasn't that it was had to be rock solid. You don't want it to be too solid, but it was just it was hard. dense. It had a density that was like 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 quality. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you could bounce it, and it was funny because I used to tell people that their hash sounded shitty, right? And they'd be like, "What do you mean it sounds shitty?" And I'd roll it up mm -hmm. and I'd bounce it on the table, and it would kind of make a dud sound, like a thud. And it was like not so good. And then you put another one, it would go like you're like, "That's good hash right there," because it was like glassy. And then when you put it in your hand warmed up it would turn right back, it would get, so that's and then Man. it goes back and forth back you're and making forth. me nostalgic i'm gonna cry <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so hash i think that we have a lot to learn in america which is good because the best part about weed is the learning curve right <laughs> like i think I we said, have to keep that, that culture alive that is, too though i mean and you know uh as much as i love the future and all these dabs and all these other things and the vaporizer is great for being discreet in a casino the ancient art of handmade for truth of craft the yeah. half hash craftsmanship mm -hmm. right uh all that stuff we have to you know find the leaders and the teachers rest in peace frenchie yeah. you know we got to I mean, talk to mila and De uh, dank duchess and all those cats and, and make sure we keep that uh that vibe alive bubble man bc bubble man what up for sure and i mean everybody who uh like like you just mentioned there and there are people who like appreciate good hash and now i think it's good because there's a lot of people doing static tech which i think you really don't want to use water at all because water is it doesn't have the same energy it's already been neutralized by taking off that outer membrane and you can't really play with it as hard you know what i mean it gets all kind of fucked up so if you have but if you do dry sieve which not enough people are doing dry sieve and dry sieve to me is like it's so much it's it's not that it's easier it's harder because it takes more time to separate but it's kind of cool because it's everything's just like eh, i'll get back to it when i want to get back to it you don't feel like you have to like rush because the shit's like it came out of the freezer i gotta fucking move like quick i can move like like and the thing is when you do that it, the stability is not there so there's no way that you could create a product it's like you make this magic thing that looks awesome and smells great but if you don't store it properly and it's like yeah i gotta walk around with a refrigerator in my hand Doesn't for everybody? my hash which has become a thing, right? The reality that people are actually carrying around little, like little coolers that are actually powered and like well, got to be home by a certain time because their hash might fuck up. It's like, like it's a heart. Like you don't want that. You know, <laughs> he just he just took his liver out and you need to transplant it. Gotta get it to Thirty-seven minutes and then the liver will reject it from the new body. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely not. Oh shit! But um, what you're saying about uh. That that feel you get when you roll it, like you're you put it on the table and you're rolling it into a log, but you feel the middle of it go away. That I always hated that, and I never understood. So you're saying that was always indicative of a bad water hash extract when something like that happened. I'm oh, sorry, I'm doing my phone. Thing. When, when it when the log sort of loses its center. Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Okay, so you know that what? reminds me of a uh, you check for fake sneakers, but. Padding <laughs> and like if it sounds like a coconut, it's real. Yeah. If it sounds like a watermelon, it's fake. Hmm. Like, oh, kind of the same thing. look at you! Look at that! Didn't even know, know that. Look, Kevin wrote that down. He's like, I'm going to be getting myself some sneakers, and I want to make sure that they, I don't get any watermelons. But wow, I, yeah. <laughs> so, I so I lost my. What were you we talking no, about? No, so Adam? you're talking about the log and how it didn't have the middle no more, and you're all sad about it. Yeah, and and so right. dry sift, I I. I wish more people took pleasure in making dry sift, 
but it's just that people won't pay for the work that goes uh, into those things. It's just that here. they're not going to make it commercially. You just got to f- to find the person who loves it and does it. I get some from Adam. I'm speaking for every See? man. But I think so commercially, it would just be too full of plant contaminants. Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, for it's sure. Just, I mean, you just have to be fucking meticulous. And the thing is that that's the real, serious crap. The whole thing about hash in general is the first time you make it, you realize like. Dude, I gotta grow a lot more weed because it's like there's no way I can satisfy this fucking thing because it just changes the whole dynamics of everything. You're like, so that's like, whoa. And then you start to look at like people trying to do business out of it, and you realize like that's a that's a tall you know tall thing, especially when you want to keep quality because it's like you're 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 only it takes so long to harvest, and by the time you right, get you know, right. and to make good dry again is like you got to wait you got to still dry the weed like it's not like you could just freeze it and run it you have to dry it properly and then you know it's great because when it does naturally break off and everything you have the right variety that does it right and it's just like it's a dream because like again it is self-preserving you know what i mean so you just have to keep it at the right temperature and not you know overdo it or whatever but it'll just chill there you know and it gets better and better and then all of a sudden you come back and it's like it's already stuck to itself without even you touching it you know what i mean it used to be sandy you know so then there's there's a lot of like there's a lot of like um things that happen that you you can't hide you know what i mean whereas if you're a grower and just we like you can have that sweet spot where you could just like you know when people hand you stuff and they're like all right it's all yours dude and then you know it's like oh no it's like it's about to just turn to shit it's you know so I mean? close <laughs> like, i better hurry yeah 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 yeah, yeah. shout out to aj <laughs> he used to hand me a bag and it was like i was a bomb he'd be like Go. <laughs> it's all yours now, dude. And I'd be like, "What? What's going on here? It's, it's about to fall apart. What's happening?" He's like, yeah. If we're gonna talk about hash, we just we have to give a shout out to Steve the Nose because he has been putting a nose to imported hash into Amsterdam for the past thirty years. And the people who buy hash at all the coffee shops there should thank him for you know quality controlling probably 80% of all the supply that ever made it in there for a really long time. Shout out Steve the Nose. Yeah, he could look at, I mean, he would look at it and he didn't even have to put a nose to someone. He'd just, nope, go. It's no good, no good. I'd also like to shout out Eric the Foot. Eric the Foot? Yeah, he he walks around with hash in his shoe all the time just to keep it pliable. You guys don't remember that old school technique. That's how you get you get the heads and you wrap it in plastic then you put it in your shoe. No, they have whole, they have around. actually the shoe they have shoe hash in yeah. Amsterdam which yeah. is shaped like a shoe. And now it's funny oh, because it, it used to be real like it yeah. was real that's shoe how you hash. made it. Now they've taken it to the point where they cut out the hash in the shape of a shoe and they put it out and it's like good hash but it's like it definitely did not come in a shoe because you right. can tell and it's so funny. Cuz you can it's tell like, it doesn't smell like feet. It just didn't have that, like, it didn't have that zone, like, because that stuff was always had a had a different vibe to it. But there was total, that was always, always a, a real thing, you know, the shoe, the shoe hey, hash. Let's give a shout out to uh, Greg and uh, Tracy from CryoCure. Oh, man, I love CryoCure. Yeah, I saw them at uh, the Jack Herrick Cup, and they gave me this CryoCure live joint. Fantastic. Oh, shit. So uh, maybe the big yo tip will fit on this. It was uh, a couple of years ago. We had that it was like that was a while ago, but it was it was interesting. I mean, it's one of those things where you, that, again, from a hash making point of view, I was like, well, that makes sense because you could see that you could, if you wanted to speed the process up, like we were saying earlier, you have to wait for dread. That could create a whole new lane. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like if you tell people, okay, no, this is cryo cured, but it did have from a hash point of view because it was like almost too green to. Like when you're looking at it from a weed point of view, you were like, oh, look at that. The XL works perfect on this one. Amazing. Huzzah. How many XLs do we have? 
but it had a, but it did have a strange vibe like texture to it a little bit it was a little weird like in the smoke or the hash that the you fe- made from it or just no, the feel of the weed the weed itself it does feel a little weird it has a little like almost too soft or something i don't know it just yeah maybe a little fuzzy but it, it breaks up nice and it smokes really nice in a joint is what i remember i haven't had any since like last year but <laughs> well but i remember standing out maybe going, oh this crowd cure is very nice yeah but I, but I did see like uh, from because it was like the volume being sort of similar, you know what I mean? Like it was like, oh, that's weird, you know? Like it was, yeah. it's like uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Freeze dried ice cream. Right, exactly. Astronaut ice cream. Astronaut ice cream. This, this is, is where we first met them, right? I came to one of these events and they came down here and they gave me some jars and that's how we first right tried this, it. It was right in this room. Wait, what? No, it was here in Las Vegas. Okay, though. it's going out. It was a different. This it's, it's a right great. This right at this very spot. We were thinking that the cryo the cryo process probably is more regional specific than just broad brushing it across the country. Like you target the areas where you're having trouble. You know, um, I mean, Colorado, everything dries out, but yeah, Florida. Well, I can see it being huge down there. I mean, it could change the game. I mean, if you're if you're already losing ten percent of your crop to mold. <clears throat> this is a way to to bring that ten percent right, back into right. the, into play, right? Or just grow more sativas, <laughs> yeah, which are designed to thrive in a humid climate, for sure. Right? It's always easier to find varieties that do it than to try to put all your energy into babying them too long. So they well, they've been running because they ran into those sort of problems in in like Uruguay or Colombia or whatnot because they sure. bought all those Canadian seeds for the farms down there and. Uh, Canadian seeds don't know what to do <laughs> in South American tropical yeah, weather. We only have one. Oh. Uh, yeah. It was a great idea. Just, so we just spoke at Chillum style. Exactly. You can just kind of go boom. There you go. And now your hands smell. Yes. So don't, sure don't let do, the cop follow you to, you to your car. To your what are you doing in Canada? <laughs> <laughs> I eat sourdough donuts when I'm in Vancouver, if that's the question you asked. That was. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Whoa, sourdough donuts. CC, where's HR? Tell that sourdough donuts exist. You have to go to Vancouver. Really? Yeah. Uh, that sounds pretty good. I'll be making that them sounds on the very show artesian. in two That's weeks. Very, it's, it's worth the trip. Yeah. Vancouver, you say? Yeah. Hmm. Mm. It's his favorite mm. place. It's my favorite place to go. See? You're smart. Yep. Yep, yep. It's a yep. good city. So, Sonny, yep. tell us something going on. Come on, tell us. A, we, us a the big, legend of in, Sonny. The inside scoop. Yeah. <laughs> the, the joke with Yotips is the reason why you use the Yotip is because you don't know where the fuck I was the last five minutes. Okay? okay. Nice. Where were you the last five days? Oh, wow. I mean, because if we could have been a GoPro on you, I know there are stories to be yeah. told. Oh, yeah. It, <clears throat> this, this, this week's been more about work. So... This trip to Nevada this year, uh, I have a project going on with Tim from Bio and Odie Diesel. Oh, hold on. Tim from Bio 365. Legendary Tim. The soil guy that we tell everybody that if you're growing anywhere in the country and you are currently, you know, a commercial grower or not a commercial grower, but you're growing with enough soil where you're a volume user, Mm -hmm. Tim will take care of you and he'll put a blend together that. That is a hundred percent in line with what you're doing, so that you don't have to change your process. Yep. Just swap the soil out, yep. and he's going to send you enough that one of the questions he's going to ask you is, "Do you have a loading dock?" 
okay, or a lift gate or something like that, yep. forklift. Yep. So bio365.com or send an email to tim at bio365.com and uh, tell him what you're doing and watch him change your world. Yep, there you go. Got to love the bio. It's good stuff. Um, so, no, we have, a, we have a project going on here. We're picking up a license that we're taking over, and it's uh, it's on a... It's, uh, basically, eventually, we could do 350,000 square feet. Right now, it's just 30,000 square feet. Uh, Indoor grow here in Vegas? It's greenhouse. Okay. Greenhouse in Nevada. Um, I guess that is yeah. a perfect... Yeah. Are you know the style to grow here, right? Yeah, the we climate, love the. We love we love growing down here mm -hmm. in the Southwest. There's just the, just the expressions that you get on the plants in the desert down here with the sun and the extreme UV and the UVB, just the light intensity, all the sunshine. It's amazing, um, you know. And then you know I'm, I, I've been farming in Salinas for going on six years now in Monterey County, and like there, there's a lot of ag. So like down here, there's like no drift and things like that. So around our farm, there's there are no other farms, you know. So. How do you um, deal with the humidity difference between like Salinas and and Nevada? Well, it's a lot drier here. So much drier. Yeah. There's I mean, not the enough area, lotion there, in the in world in Monterey, for me. It's, it's fog. You know, every morning half the right, year it's right. foggy, and some you know some days we only get like four hours of sunshine. So it's it's rough. It's uh you know supplemental lighting in the greenhouse all day long. So. Um, but the dryness is always a better side to be on because I lived yeah, so long yeah. in the humid place, and it was like. It didn't matter how, it was not so much about the, I mean, the growing obviously, but it's like the finishing was always tricky. And then mm. the fucking, any kind of drying and curing was just, fuck, it was such a work. It was almost not worth it sometimes because you you couldn't, you know, you couldn't dial it. Whereas here, it's, or and in Colorado too, same, dry enough that you're always compensating the, the, the water. So that's easy. You know, yeah, you dry, it's, it's the drying and curing process here, right? Like, and storing it. That's the biggest th th issues that you uh, come across in the desert down here. Um, oh, that makes sense. I, but I, you know, I love cultivating down here, and I love cultivating in the Bay, and I love growing in Oregon. You know, there's it sounds like you just like growing like, cannabis. You know, I love growing. Yeah, fucking how long have you been growing now? Yeah. Remind um, everybody. Wow, I don't know. Yeah, long, nice. Like well over, going. You know, it's getting up there in the, in the mid twenties, twenty years. Right? The mid twenties. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, well, what gear you running, Sonny? What am I running? Yeah, what gear? These days, you know. Uh, <laughs> Whose gear are you running over this? Well, so like in California, um, you know, we've been, we were doing a lot of our own stuff, uh, like going through and hunting stuff. Uh, I, I've been doing, running, doing a lot of my Cherry Lemon Who, which is uh, Cherry Punch by uh, Lemon Who. Odie's, oh, Lemon uh -huh, Who. Oh, the old Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Yeah, I found some, Who, some, Who. some good stuff out of, out of the little project that I did off to the side, and uh, I found a nice seven-week finisher. Smells like uh, wow, goes, yeah. And she in the greenhouse, she looks like straight indoor, and so she, she's just amazing. So she does very well. And what was that um, again? It's called Cherry Lemon Who. <coughs> okay, so you got a seven weeker from that uh, bad. What was it? And what was it going? So uh, where was the, the cherry from? What was that? Yeah, that was a uh, cherry punch. Was oh, cherry story. punch. Apparently, yeah. Just something random I made during the punch. pandemic, and then I hunted punch, them out, and I was like, wow, this is actually fucking pretty fire. So, Awesome. Yeah, so yeah. seven weeks. I mean, I yeah, had, and, and that's what you want, you know, and especially in you know somewhere it's foggy and high humidity. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. just got to get them going. Get it you know, going. Like greenhouse, it's rough. We had we had back in in Amsterdam. I had a thing called Quicksilver back in the day, and it was like a seven week thing too. And it was like, oh, dude, that is the only like it, was, yeah. it just anything that finished in Holland was already a miracle. It was like, oh my god, it's finished. Like right. this is like crazy. And uh, it was some seeds from uh, that somebody had given me when same guys that gave me this snow cap. 
and it was okay. so it yeah. was, so it was like and it was basically and that was real that was awesome plant too mm-hmm. um and uh but the seven week thing just was like it was a miracle almost, you know what I mean? I got a good male, and it just kind of seemed to be very dominant. So it was like, oh, this is it. It right. kind of slowed. Right. Got everything because because there was a lot of that over there where it's just like you could watch it just get so close every year, and then all of a sudden it was like cause outdoors in Holland is first of all finding space is hard, almost impossible. Right. And you'd right. be doing like a rooftop or something, and then what would happen is everybody would know right they could see it and then they'd just be like all right what day is it today oh we're gonna go he'll probably harvest this saturday so why don't we go there on friday night and just snip it away like they would just somehow psychically know every year and they could climb because all the buildings are connected so you just do 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 and they come down and clip them out and yeah it was crazy that's sad very rippers very sad rippers suck yeah, they could just knock on the door and be like, "Hey, you need any help trimming?" <laughs> right, right, right. These days, like, right, sure, here. I do. Come on over. Yeah, Come yeah. back in a week, bro. <laughs> that, that's the biggest hole in the Colorado market right now is you can't get your plants harvested. The, the trim crew you hire, they look like the most disgruntled waiters and waitresses. They used to ever. pay trimmers two hundred dollars a pound. Yep, in Humboldt in the harvest season and now it's hourly work now it's now and that shit's hard fifteen dollars an hour you know, right and it's hard $21. it's repetitive stress injury hard even with the machines right so oh you could make me give another shout out to green bros because they they had a i, I watched i went there t- took a tour of their facility on tuesday and they don't claim to do all your harvesting or your post-processing they claim they can get you 80 to 85 percent of the way there right and then you have to put it into someone's hands to finish right. it with you know a little a fine scissor work but that's that's a huge cost saving well their machines actually they, they go they have a speed control right so it's mm-hmm. like you can have those things just going and they can barely even see them moving almost right. and they're just still clipping shit because it's falling through yeah and then you kind of you know you know it's not just blah, 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 except the the only thing that uh, I mean, if you're if people were doing wet trim, it makes sense. But if you're, nobody does that anymore, no. And dry trim into those barrels is like ridiculous. It doesn't right, right. Because you can't see what you're doing. You're not. Yeah. So those ones, it's like you can kind of. I, I've got the M light, and it's like it's just perfect for all those little side things that you don't want to deal with. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like you're gonna put your big fucking beautiful tops in there. You're just gonna right, right. Take all the little lowers and then put them in. While you're doing this, you feel so good because something else is happening. You know what right. I mean? You're like, I'm not the only one in the room by myself. Right. Just sitting here because pretty much that's the way it is these days. There's no more trim nights. Right. Those, trim par- those days, are, those trim parties are over, dude. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's, nobody's coming to your trim right. party, right? Like that's like a fucking Things classic stoner thing where you're just like, come on over. I got pizza. They're like, fuck yeah. that, dude. I yeah. can get pizza myself and not have a bad back and be all fucking, I hate my life. Like, because there is a point. I mean, it's fun for everybody almost for the first literally 10 to 20 minutes and after that you're done yeah, like, yeah. you've done every motion that you needed to do your, your hands are feeling like yeah i did it i went in i kind of cut a few of those crow feet off got that thing looking good did the old spin you know a couple spins <laughs> a couple yeah. spins in and you're like then you look I'm back good. at the pile that you have to do and you're oh, like oh, oh yeah exactly and the then, pile then, of mountain. And then you know it's it depends on the crop too there's crops that i can't wait to trim i'm like oh i can't wait to trim mm-hmm. that and there's crops that it's like you're just like dude i'm dreading it this just looks be, terrible it's gonna be hell like it's got yeah. millions of fucking things going Large in our direction and you're like ah. yeah. yeah i have this one everybody um, loves sativas so you have to trim them i got a sticky, <laughs> I got a sticky lemon i got a sticky lemon from uh uh from covert like that which is like kind of 
like it's he, a couple different phenos and there's one pheno that's like it looks like just a zillion puffballs exploded on the planet. You know what I mean? I'm just like, what the fuck? And it's all, I have, I use, the, I, I use a lot of yo-yos, right? Because I have all the lines above. Right, right. And the yo-yos are fucking, without them, I could not do this plan. It'd be impossible. But it's every single branch has one. You know what I mean? And it's, it looks like it's just being held there, you know? But it's like a marionette. It's the Pinocchio <laughs> of cannabis strains. Pretty much, pretty much. But it's got a great nose on it, too. So. It's not uncommon to hear Adam say, I'm waiting for 50 yo-yos to, from Amazon on friday fair enough you know yeah just. now i just keep adding more it's funny because it's like you know get like a 50 to 100 at a time or whatever and they go through them quick you know you're like damn that's like a couple plants if they're big enough you know what i mean but at the end it's rewarding because each one of those will drop you know what i mean and you're like okay that would have never been able to hold itself up like right it's been impossible and scrogs can only do so much and if you double scrog you can't get in the middle there's a lot of you know this is like you can still kind of get around the whole thing and mm -hmm. Cause nothing worse than trying to cut out a scrug mm -hmm. and you start getting into that zone where layers. you're doing more damage than good and you're like fuck oh uh, like cutting around it and yeah yeah it's just a there's a i like re i like to reuse anything in the grow room that i can without causing any issues or whatever but like things like that when i have a yo-yo for I, I know i bought that one 10 years ago and it still fucking works and i'm like dude that's done his job you know what i mean whereas right. scrug, every time you buy another 300 feet and you fucking God, dude, I've gone through thousands. I'm sure it's you've gone up, through yeah, like that, tens of yeah, thousands yeah. of boxes of them, and man. it just keeps going and going. It's all plastic, and that's the other problem with the industry is that we're fucking. That's why also everybody who's into rosin, I'm always like, yeah, but you guys waste a lot of shit too. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. just to get to your, what are the real costs of your devs? You know what I mean? Like at the end right, of the day, right. how much water do you use? It's disgusting. It like, really is. How much it fucking is. wax paper? How much fucking Whoa. parchment paper? How much parchment paper? How much? Yeah. Isn't water, it possible? How I, much fucking mountains all of that? trellis netting? And you're just, and, you know, you name but it. But it tastes Austin. so good. Yeah. Or, or mountains of metric tags. But uh, <laughs> we were talking about this a few weeks ago, though. Why? Why wouldn't you just? Uh, um, what the fuck was it? It was we took those di the disc right that the rosin guys are done with. It should just be commonplace that they give them to a, a butane extractor if afterwards. They're smart they are, obviously. But, yeah. They shouldn't just be throwing them away. So you can't. You can say that yes, their technique right now is incredibly inefficient. But w w Telly it's, riddled it's it. not inefficient if the goal is to get a really nice, tasty dab. Yeah. Oh no, it's going. it's yeah, it's just not right. It's it, the cream of the crop of the cola. If you you know you know what I mean. Well, what did you say, Adam? Right, you had the deal. You were washing for some people, and you said you you get the first thirty seconds, I mean, they, and they, they get everything uh, else. That was when, that, those were in the pollinator days. Those were in yeah. the pollinator days, and that's when when you know, I figured out, like, dude, I don't even like to turn this thing on more than thirty seconds because everything after that is kind of. Eh. You know, the first thirty seconds, that shit would bubble, and it was like, "Ooh, this is nice." So like, and so yeah, I told everybody that was a deal. I'll just put your shit in there. I'll turn it on for thirty seconds. I'll. Take that, and then you can just fucking run it, run it as long as you want. And they'd be like, "This is awesome!" And they come out with some fucking booty green shit that was just like, "Okay," you know, because that's the whole thing. Is and we were saying, as I was saying earlier, we all pretty much live in the top two to three percent of the of whatever we're doing. We're not really going any deeper than that because why would we? You know, so, and that can be very. Like when you start looking back and like, okay, and everybody was going to smoke this. Like, I don't think everybody's going to get that. So that's why, you know, uh, when you see people who put, who don't smoke at all and they put everything in, it's a, it, it's, it's a decent, pro it's a decent product, but it'll never achieve if you take out that 
top three. I mean, and that's the problem. That's been right. my problem since the beginning. Says I always end up with a whole bunch of weed I don't want to smoke because I fucking cleaned out all the good shit out of it. And I'm like, now what the fuck am I going to do with this? And that was like- Smoke it. Cooking oil. No. No, you used to give it away to homeless people. Oh, I used to do all sorts of shit with it. But it was just kind of like, there was a point when, especially when you're making hash, I would have like just bags of shit that I wasn't like, didn't know what to do with anymore. I was like, what am I going to do? But, you know, and then BHO kind of solves that crisis in a sense because you can always go to, you know, and, and of course, if you really- don't care you can go to distillate and that's even smarter as far as like extraction from the plant side but we've already taken all the good terms out you know but we're they're just going through the same phase that we went through back in the 90s when we realized that the guy who was throwing out the garbage bags of trim i could turn that into butter and so they would just give it to me and i would make a can of butter out of it For and real and they would thank me and I'm thinking to myself, wait a second, they're thanking me. I used to have to pay for material. Now I don't have to pay for material. They, they just give it to me. So the the rosin process hasn't figured out that finish yet, like how to make it more efficient to keep it, you know, properly monetized in the right direction. Really, because what are we talking about? At the end of the day, if it lowers the price of rosin for the consumer, then that's a win, right? You'll just sell more. Right. It's the, the prices are very all over the place, though. It's kind of crazy. Like I've seen, you know, people pay big numbers, and I've also seen it just to the point where it seems like the bottom's dropping out. You're like, oh my god, really? They're doing because it, for me also what it, the, what I was saying about waste is when you have to make making water hash is already hard enough, right? Uh, making dry sieves one thing, making water, bubble hash is another. Bubble hash is like it's just like it's it's like being really in the kitchen. You have to do like it's a lot of cleanup. <laughs> it's a lot of it's a it's a kind of messy situation. Sometimes it's backbreaking if you don't have your shit together. If you try to do, you know, do too much, like twenty gallon by yourself, and you're trying to like fucking shake that thing out, forget about it. You need a winch, you know. There's, there's like certain things that you want to avoid, but at the same time, uh, then you got to go to the next step. You know what I mean? Which right. is now we're gonna, right. and you can fuck that up. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of, seems like a lot of risk taking to get to the finish line if it's for production I mean, if it's for personal it's totally makes sense because you're right there and you fucking get to you know control the flow and make it proper and mm -hmm. i love the whole process and i think it's awesome but i just think it's it's one of those things when i see to the like at the show and i'm looking at these guys with huge systems just running like wow dude that's uh they're this is all going to get automated soon enough to the point where these guys are all going to lose their you know what i mean it's like right now it's like guys standing in front of tables with things you, you can have a homemade rosin press or like a, not a homemade, but like one at your house. Yeah, it's called a Revlon hair straightener. There you go. <laughs> right. And and in general, it's, 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 it is funny to watch the basic process be expanded into some humongous production thing. But, but, but here, we're, we're sitting here in Vegas at MJ BizCon. They, eight years ago, they rolled out some huge fucking two-story <laughs> CO2 extractor, I think. Right, and yeah, they right. told us what the volume was. And I looked at a guy and I said, I'm pretty sure you can process the entire state's supply in like three weeks. So then what are you going to do? You're going to sit idle. You, you're way too overthinking this. What you need is small little extractors 
process crop by crop, strain by strain, so you don't have to mix shit in. And sure enough, that company's out of business. Yeah. I have no idea what their name was. So I won't pull like an MJ and announce them. And dinosaur what if, can. Right, what if right. you have a bad batch? Canosaur. Huh? Like a bad a bad run in there. Oops. A bad batch. Something goes wrong. All Oops. that biomass. Bosh. All fucked. Well, but wait, there was this guy, Dr. Brooks Kelly, who used to say, I can fix anything. So maybe there is a scientist out there who can figure, like Dr. Scaldone would say, you just have to figure out now how to clean up that fuck up. Right. Right. Yeah, but that's the scary part too, is there's like, you know, there's, we, people have no problem getting all their weed radiated now too. Where I'm just like, all oh, right. tell him. Mm -hmm. we, put, we walked past the guy and he, he wouldn't let me walk away. He's no. like, I need to come on the show, man. I, I really need to tell everybody about it. I'm like, oh yeah, we 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 book like eight months out oh, now, yeah, we're, man. We're really strict, you know. So we're I don't know. Strict. You can have your people call us and you know sometime around Thanksgiving next year, and we'll see about that. Oh, I mean, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm I'm the doof that is just afraid of the word irradiation, and they have something. I don't know, but I'm not. I, I'm willing to be that guy right now and let you guinea pig it on something else. And you if you stay buy away a from machine our like that, like you're running that and like your workers are standing there now everybody has a little monitor, right? Are you getting enough x-rays there, right? Like, it's kind of like when, well, when the first microwaves safe. came out, right? Yeah. They used to tell you that you can see if it leaked by holding a light bulb around the door right. and if it went off. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? I, you know, so yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Sonny. Maybe, I, well, here, let me back up. What the price of sugar right now is what like two dollars a pound? I don't even think that right, and it's probably a little less than that. Probably. So, cannabis is grown very similar. It's similar climates grows well. The processing is very similar, and it's, mm -hmm. you can use it as a base to say eventually it might be, you know, you know, fifty bucks, five bucks, two bucks. I mean, what are they going to do? Is anyone growing small batch craft sugar though? No, because the cartels killed them all. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, they've all been hunted down and killed, and their families were killed. And oh, Jesus. Yeah, no, that's the cartels. Dark. They've gone dark. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's definitely going to become, I mean, it's, got, it's gotten almost to a commodity level, especially in the hemp world, when it, we, we saw it go from like, you know, people were paying, I remember there was like a $300 pound fucking deals going down as then people were selling, you know, ridiculous amounts. And then all of a sudden, like, Especially with with you talk about distillate, it went from twenty thousand down, to, and it was even like even more than that at one point. But there was like you know a, a standard of around twenty, and it went down to two hundred. Now it's like two hundred and two hundred bucks or something like that. Wow! Right? So, so from the, and that's another, what a five year arc or something like that, mm -hmm. maybe yeah five years. So imagine it's all like the, the Beanie Babies of weed, exactly. And it's like <laughs> with million dollar setups left and right, you know that were completely uh, not paid for properly and now sitting there, you know, at one point, yes, on paper, we can do this in X amount of, you know, now it's like, would never work. You know? But we kind of opened the show, what we were talking about, right? You have a, um, you have a crop cycle that is determined by your bean counter, not by you guys who are the, you know, the craft connoisseur growers who would really grow what the consumers want. You're then kneecapped by the guy that says they must all grow the same way you must harvest the same day mm -hmm. there can be no variations no, i hate that it's, I've, so many spots i've gone to and it's like no nah, dude we just i like i'm like so what do you guys do with the, the longer stuff oh it just comes down all the same time 54 days <laughs> six days or and i'm just like really 
just like that. Like, how can you do that? And it's just like, we have to. And it's like, you have to? We must. Like, I was like, does I it hate, really? I hate here in seven weeks. I was like, like, oh, man. I was like, it doesn't work that way. It really does not work that way because you're, you're, you're turning. You're not even seeing. I mean, there's stuff that if you let it go, you can let it go 85 days. No problem. There's like a lot of stuff that it's, 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 you know, people say it's 50 or 60, but fuck it. Let it go another 10 days. Let it go another. And you'll see stuff. Mm-hmm. Some things lose it, you know, flavor wise. They kind of peak at a certain moment, but you'll figure that out. But as far as like complexity and stuff, all of a sudden you'll get stuff that like is growing horns and it's blowing out and left and right. And it's doing all the shit because it's really just, it's going. Chem can do that. Chem can go for it. Like Chem at 60 the eight days you're like whatever it just gets a little more fluffier it's yeah. kind of like it might lose its density a tiny mm-hmm. bit but it's also it becomes like more complex in the long run and you get the flavor's things. more complex the terpenes have changed a little yeah, bit it's, had more it's time fun to, more to watch it looks prettier in the picture and every day as long as you, it's like popcorn if you keep seeing it pop you just let it keep going right you're like you're not like it's it's there's a certain moment it's going great and then it kind of fizzles out right 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 a few little crackles yeah. Yeah. I like this shit a little burnt, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit, the tiniest uh, edge. Right. Just and it's almost the same with the weed, you know. It's kind of like you can you can let it go and just keep kind of popping along, and then at a certain point, it's like, eh. right. And, and because if you're are you one of those cats who gets out the loop and looks at the the heads, they're not just re- turning. Not really, no. I white I mean, or gold or I whatever. I always have a hard time with it because I'm always like, like ah, I can't really see very good. And I'll sometimes pull out the thing and put it on the computer, just. To, make sure I'm not really fucking up and it's not over or something like that. But it's more, it's like, it's weird. There's like a day that happens. And on that day, right. it's all happening. You just feel it. Fucking dun, 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 you know, and you're like, it's the day. And if you're lazy, and you don't do it on the day. You kick yourself in the ass. Cause you're like, it was, it was, the, fucking it was day. the day. And then if you don't ever get to that point, it's like, you never, you know, you, yeah. you definitely know you didn't fucking nail it at that point. But there is this weird like day that happens and you're just like, Oh, cause everything's just a full peak. You know what I mean? It's like, it's hilarious. And, and and again, if you want more CBN or you want to have that vibe, you can let it go to the withering stage or whatever. But it's weird because we were talking about the other day and with uh, me and Mojave about uh, the fact that, like, if you look in the old high times and stuff, there a lot of times, or that Sense Amelia book, you know, the one, you, mm-hmm. you ever seen that book, Sense mm-hmm. Amelia? With, so in that book, they harvest way early. Like, these are like long flowering sativas and they're all looking wispy, but they say, you got to harvest it earlier or else you can, it's going to get you all, uh, it's not going to be good because they like this real racy high. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 None right, of us right, really right. experienced because we don't grow like that. you know. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. just were like, no, no, you got to take this stuff early. Mm-hmm. And so it was like wispy and didn't have much to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't look anything like modern wheat. It looked like total, mm-hmm. like, like what? I wouldn't smoke that. But, but it got, but it had the effect, you know, and they were totally locked in on that. So just a different yeah it wouldn't look the same no it's just what people like you know everybody likes a different uh you could give they do that contest too don't they where they give the same they give different growers the same cut yep who does that because we talked about that I, for years oh there's a thing i can't remember the name Come of on, it right now there's a guy on youtube yeah off, he's my homie from way back really? i'm stoned and can't remember it really happens it happens no i know it does <laughs> the, the grow off i'd like to give them a little bit but more props, it's the right? Grow because off. I shout think out that's to the awesome. grow off. Yeah, all right. There you go the grow off. Check grow them out. Off. They're awesome. Yeah. Check yeah, it them is good. out. It is good, and it's it's interesting because I, you know, I think they made a poster right at one point. And it was like you yeah. could see all the different morphology that was so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like, like dum dum. Couldn't even like complete opposites. You know, yep. like you'd have stuff this puffy stuff. It's this, and it's really based on food and conditions and dirt. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, ter- terroir. Which music you play? Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's really. Do you know? Did you play some music? Did you give it words of affirmation? Right. Do you talk to your plants? The love language of plants yeah. is um, acts of service, time. Every time, it, for those of affection, you. Who, Plants really want all of the access, uh, all yeah. of the uh, love languages. Really, yeah. you have to give them all of them. For those of you who are not Patreon subscribers, for that dollar five to get that extra hour, cheapos, you get to hear Adam's soundtrack to his plants, which is like cows and huh. birds. I mean, he has got the whole farm sound effects in the background gave up on logic and reason you, you got to you got uh, <laughs> to have something going on cuz i always think about what like plants crave you're in there yeah. for like x amount of hours right but you know and usually you know we'll go in and put our own music on or do whatever and then we leave and it's like you don't want to just leave and be like you know that, that that whatever vibe that is it's not good you know what i mean they don't yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not thriving on that so i'll leave so, so i just have what i do is whenever i go to a goodwill I'll go and I'll look in the electronic section and I'll see if there's one of those like kind of sound effect bars things for your because you go to sleep yeah. to, and I'll just get those and stick them all around in every room, and have rainforest for a while or I'll put okay. it to whatever. And definitely, I mean, it's 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 funny. It, I, mean, I don't know the plants definitely respond, but the funniest part is that every time I talk to somebody on the phone, they know exactly where I'm at. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're in your room right now because like, yeah, you're clearly not there in the Amazon. Yeah, yeah, you're, oh, you're in the Amazon again. Exactly. Right. Are you back in Sweden? <laughs> I say the same thing. Everybody's always playing music in the garden, and I'm always like, "Well, you know, really, I would just want a bunch of speakers with monkeys right. and birds." Don't don't exactly accidentally that. play the uh, Halloween Sounds of Horror album. They don't like that. No, they, <laughs> I got so many records. Who, who's going to listen to them? That we make you paranoid. Points. Well, it, whatever sound effect you need, I guarantee you, Mark has it on vinyl. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> He he is he his vinyl collection was recently appraised for a value. He won't tell us. Oh, so a value? Yeah, some vinyl, numbers. Vinyl is expensive. It is expensive. It is. I actually <laughs> just sold a bunch of my old albums. Like I had a lot. bunch of old jazz albums. If you sell them more, hit me up. For the, uh, I think oh. I might have sold. I think I might have sold most of the ones that I want to sell. I got you. And I really, at this point, I have to go through everything, and you know, we're at the. I, I totally but uh, understand. I'll keep you in mind. All right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Might have another secret box this in the is back. Is that uh, hazelnut cream? Uh, Sonny, any chance <laughs> of a, uh, you know, just pitching from a partner here, a little Adam Dunn Sage Master collab with uh, yeah. Sonny, so you I'm get his right. name in Vegas. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. I, you know, he gives me shit because I have my face on a can of weed. His face should be on a can of weed somewhere. You know, yeah. my Sage face Master. is on a can of whoop ass. Oh no, it's not. You open it up. Uh, it was <laughs> stoner whoop ass. I'm just like, hey man, that's not cool. You should stop that. Man. <laughs> I'm really disappointed in you right now, man. You're killing my whole vibe. Uh oh. Yeah. What's he got? Studies, you know. Look at this. This this was. I like this uh, evolution. I, I like. I Is that like a cassette this. tape? It, it, well, yeah, we're talking albums. We're talking albums. I had to go get my, my tapes. Yeah. Also. So take a look. It's uh, this uh, this is the latest collab with uh, see that's why we have to do collabs with you so uh, that's the James evil Lyle. empire done in La- sage yeah. against the machine yeah, oh nice and oh it's it, the seeds yes sir you see how it all rolls out so that's yeah, nice that's nice branding thank you sir evolver uh, spectral sage good to good to see keeping the uh, the sage alive man that was a good flavor back in the 
day. Right. My favorite story of the cassette tapes is when you gave it to the young kid and he tried to swipe it open. Yeah. Because he didn't know how to open a cassette. <laughs> right. Right. Hilarious. And to he me. was tapping on it, swiping on it. Yeah. And he's and like, the dad was looking at him like, what the fuck's yeah. wrong with you, right? And I was like, it was a, it was a, a guy and two kids. He had just two kids. One was 19, one was 21. And they both were like trying to do it together. And I was like, oh my God, two kids trying. I was like, you got. I go, what's going on with your kids? Are he you goes, talking about the rotary phone? Oh, no, that was a different guy. But no, okay. this is this is real, and this is the Champs show. It was like the end of Champs, and it was like the guy, because I have a boombox as as this thing. So first thing he sees is the boombox, then he's like, tapes? I haven't seen that in years. You know, it's one of those nostalgic things. And then, but the kids were looking at it like it was just from outer space, and it was just like, oh, he, he was so sad. Now read, read on the side what it says there. It's very important. We are marketing geniuses on the Adam Best Show. We are. Read that one. Read, read, read that one because the whole thing about I was I missed the whole day here. Because but read it to yourself. Don't read it out loud for all of the, can, the can listeners right now. It? Can you read it? Sound it out. Relax, bro. It says made by the Dunn family, yeah. right? Oh, oh, no, no, no. oh! Now he had to say it with a little this. heart. With a little heart. So made by the Dunn family with a little heart. Dun, meaning dun. I, ins- I enslaved my child. He was like, please. I said, I'm going to put made with child labor on here, right? And he's like, <laughs> you know, he goes, please do it. Please, you got to do it. And I, I was like. Dude, I can't do that, dude. If I, put that, if I put that on, that's like, that's not going to go in the wrong hands. But it was true. 100%, that little sticker he put on. So there you go. Child labor. I was like, you got to do that. That's like the one step I can't deal with right now. I'm doing everything else. So you do this. It was like one of those. And uh, yeah, it was funny. because. Uh, but, but in general, what we, we did with this is, uh, yeah, this is, so he he had made a bunch of crosses. So he made a cross with um, uh, a sage and sour male that he had selected. So he he okay. he crossed it with L.A. Antidote, crossed it with Swayze, he crossed it with Junior Mint, he crossed it with Ghost OG times Josh D, and he crossed it with Skush, the old Skush. So and then when I gave him, I just what to keep it simple because I didn't want to go and like make everything different because what I realized last year is the minute you make it all like that, it's like they want this but they don't want that. They want. I want right, that, right. but as I want that with done. you. Got to like so. I'm like so. I'm like no. I'm just gonna give him one. Yeah, so what I did was, uh, I got a sage and sour uh, female with a Casper OG male that I used that I had, did a bunch of uh, runs with already. I know it's and I only have so much left. So I was like, you know what? We'll just take the rest of that and put that in here because it's and I I named Dave. I kind of named it. I <laughs> kind of named it after Dave. That's your new strain. <laughs> I was looking. I was looking. I, I did well. I pulled a Vinny first of all. I'm gonna have to say that for the first time ever, I used Chat GPT just to get an idea because I was like, I need another name for Ghost because Ghost has been used so many times and every other combination. I was like, God, it's been. And I saw Spectral and I was all <laughs> Spectral. Wait a minute, this might hit a whole other note. <laughs> spectral Sage. I was like, this covers all bases. This is one of those names where you can just look at it from all because the thing it is, it has a lot of color in it because that also that, sounds like a comic book superhero. It, uh, and it, uh, the spectral sage. Okay, I'll take that. See now, now I'm okay with it. And Dave, and it has he was an, making an autism joke earlier, not but a joke. No, you know, I'm just saying it's a, it's, an <laughs> autism, it's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with it. Both I mean, can be true, but it is yes. maybe maybe the spectral sage is on the spectrum. I, no, I that's why he named it after me. It is. He's already got weed named after him once. So I, I, I just to, think it's funny that we've come to the point where you have to use AI to come up with a strain. Well, name. Well, we used the, to call it a thesaurus. The all been taken. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> it was more. It was more for like. It was more just because it, it was like one of those things. It was funny. Where dictionary. It was. Uh, no, this is. It was like every time you came up with something good, you're like you look it up. Like, God damn it, dude. Everything is. Taken. Sure. <laughs> like, Can't call it doppelganger yeah. or poltergeist or haint. 
No, there's and, not. And half of it, what's Wait, crappy is paint? you'll find paint. names out there that's taken. That's a ghost. And no it's one's just doing a re- No, it's just a renamed strain. It's some big company that's like, oh, yeah. we're just going to call this this. And just with some name. Right. You're like, that strain doesn't even exist. It's really this. Didn't that happen with that guy that got his whole catalog ripped off a few years ago and some guy just renamed everything and then just started selling it again? Right. Sounds about right. Yeah. No, I just so the so the actual names on these ones are all just songs from the album. So I was just I just yeah, this is this is Rage Against the Machines, Evil Empire. So now it's Eve, Evil, but with the spelling love backwards yeah, because that's it. what we're trying to do. Love that picture. Lots of hearts, lots of love, right? Yeah. Watch um, Spectral Sage be your biggest seller. It's gonna be the biggest ever. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, it's 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 got a lot of color and uh, variation in it also. So it's like one of those because that. that the Sage of Sour is the one from Jaron from uh, from Five Eight did the selection, and he picked out like a real outlier, which is kind of like before purple was cool. He was running with it, you know what I mean? It had broad right. purples and stuff, so that's interesting. And this is, there's you know, it's like with those things. I hate. I actually don't not say I hate purple weed, but cause not with you. On, on I like show, purple weed, but in general, the purple weed hype. You were the fucking man at the, at the helm of all. Hey, can we just say that we are at Las Vegas Dream Factory, and if you have lungs of steel and think you can clear a six-foot Dabex go-kart with a nitro assist, then exhale and keep your composure for 60 seconds without drooling, wallowing, coughing, snarveling, <laughs> anything. Wah, 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 wah. And no wah, 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 wah. Well, you can do that. You, you can, can do just, that. You can internally. But no, <laughs> no bodily fluids can come out. And if you think you can do you that, can fart, you though. can come down and yeah. you might win a DabX Go. There you go. Wow. Okay. Because oh, we, really? we, we have four of them and we're, we have three to give away charged? to whoever is the fit. I tried one of those. <laughs> and then I walked wow. He f- fuck, he's right. God damn it. They need to be charged. Tim, please. they're all... Tim's going to be in charge. That big long box has Dab X rockets in it. You better hit him on the charger So now. the rockets need to get thrown onto the charger. Well, look you get to open like Christmas. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But not the goes, because the goes were going to... Those oh, are for people to take home. I'll charge it on my power brick, because that's what everyone's been doing all day. Wow. I said, somebody just fart in my right ear. <laughs> Hey, shout out to an aloha to Big Island Genetics, who is here hey. in town. He's been pestering us for about five years to come on the show. He's I think. Yeah, I was just trying about. to make fun. He just only and we're going to bump only, him. But we only who, let who him do go. we always bump? No, he only gets to go on the end because he's a closer. I already put it on the <laughs> I thing. Forget him for he, that. Not allowed, you're not, no one comes after him. It's like, it's impossible. It just goes to like, we got to get out of here. Ah, it was so cool <laughs> watching him work the crowd outside with his telltale green bags of seeds. It, and everyone loves them. So what what was the big, uh, what was the strain that went away? The big one? No, crickets. I always ask those All dumb right, questions. Your people first prostate uh-huh. exam. That's not my first. Yeah. Definitely not my first. Uh-huh. My name's Steve. Oh, I know. My name's Dave. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Steve Martin? No, it was from a movie. With Steve Martin in it. I'm not sure. Let's right. see. Probably. Probably. I could tell you. All right, oh, no. Dave, this is your first prostate exam, so just relax and try not to get an erection. What do you mean? My name's Steve. Oh, I know. My name's Dave. There you I, go. Know. I don't know. I think Steve was Steve Martin. Wow. 
Huh? See, look at that. I could be wrong. You win. I it could might be. be. I, I could be, be using I, the might be rectal right. extraction method to come up with right. that. Maybe answer. it's Steve Martin and Martin Short. They're always together, them two. I don't those know. Those two knuckleheads. We love the good anal humor here on the Adam Dunn Show. Do That's what know? I've heard. <laughs> That's the word on the street, bro. <laughs> That's the word on the street. That's why we lost the fucking MJs. Hashtag, Hashtag like, good anal humor. Guys, way too anal. <laughs> Not coming up here on stage. Sorry. I'm very curious. Why don't they ever release the numbers for these things? I'd like to know. I mean, I'd be interested to know. I don't. Ca- I, I mean, it's it's just. I'm very curious. Like, how many people who did cares? participate? Oh, um, like or is what? it like Tops who said that, that? if we would have given him the info, Get he would have figured out a way to you know, blah, 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 and squirrely the numbers. Squirrely. You know, yeah. we don't know if the fix was in. Like, did was there something in the fine print that we didn't read that says um, the winner must be present? And since we said weeks ago we weren't going to show, they just stopped counting any ballots for the Adam Dunn show. Wow. Who He's knows? Conspiracy theory on us, dude. No. I, and again, I'm going to preface this or end with saying I love Dave Tran. Thank you for what you've done in the past. But I really do feel that this decision to hold the MJs at the Palms and then subsequently his party afterwards was a terrible decision, Uh a terrible decision that didn't take any of our brethren into account. And in fact, it had the potential to put them in harm's way and into having an interaction with security, which leads to an interaction with police. And in Vegas, once your face gets put on their list, you want to walk into any casino, get ready. Their facial recognition just, you know, picks you out, you get red flagged, and that's the end of it. And you don't get to to play anymore. No more roulette for you. So I, I hope that this was just their one time. They went, you know what? This did not work out. We have thrown the... Dave Tran has thrown the most epic after He's events. He's thrown some pretty good ones. He There's knows how to, to allow people to have a good time yeah. in a safe space. Yeah. This yeah. was neither. It was not a good time and it was not a safe space. And they consider us all criminals. So why did we give them any money? I mean, two months ago, we had the two Chris's on from MJ BizCon and asked them how come they just don't take the leverage of the entire conference and go someplace that doesn't think that we're criminals. I mean, they could have had a, a nice property built right, for, just specifically for this. Right. And, and they could have leveraged it correctly so that they could have BizCon Pavilion. Yeah. What, what, I, we joke, but that's exactly how the convention the center got built. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, one of our advertisers and a good friend of our, of our show is Yo Tips. Okay, Dave Sternberg, the father of the founders, was telling us a story how he used to come to Comdex here in Las Vegas. Comdex was the lobby of every hotel. There was no central place. Right. You went to every hotel and there were little booths and, you know, you spent your whole day traveling just to find these companies and you probably missed a bunch until somebody had a great idea to say, hey, let's use our purchasing power and have a facility built. And that's exactly what they did. So why can't someone do that for cannabis? And we went to Nuwu for the Jack Harrow Cup. That was fantastic. It's a great location. Very Spot. inclusive. Such a great location. Yeah. It's a great space. All the, oh, the Caro cocktail bar, the upstairs, the it's so wonderful. Everything I love it so about much. it. They, they I'm actually we going weren't by criminals. There they they wanted us to be part of it. Right. 
right. and and it, it, there were there's plenty of parking, Uber, Lyft, drop offs. I mean, it was fantastic. They, I, there was even food there. They had chefs there. Mm-hmm. So that was such a small scale little event, the Jack Herricup. What do you think? Set fifty to seventy million dollars. The conference can you know leverage. They could have had something built. Right. Or at least what Adam and I were talking about, it was Adam's idea, is if they would have wrote, uh, fenced off the area but put a barrier up with advertising on the inside, then it wouldn't have allowed the powers that be to sit there with the binoculars and see the, whoever was using cannabis and then go follow them to their car. Um, and, just, and just in general, it would be like more respectful, right? You have a little zone that's our own private zone and there's less wind. And just do it where you can smoke weed. And then, like I said, if you if you build it big enough, sell advertising on the inside, you pay you made just made an extra hundred grand. You know, no, I feel you on that. You know? I'm mm-hmm. I'm also of the mind though. Why go somewhere where you're not free to be yourself? Yeah, yeah, right. That's all. That's all. Uh, <coughs> Cats are gonna smoke weed. We I worked thirty years. You how long you worked on act, uh, activism? Right, so you can finally smoke weed, and then yep. you get told you can't smoke weed. That's right. Right, we have a long way to go. I mean, we'd make some concessions. I think I think our industry would make some concessions to them. If we sat down at a table and said, take today, for example, you come to the convention center, you can use cannabis openly outside because it can't be inside because that's just right. a fire marshal yeah. thing. You can't smoke anything inside. You know what? We shouldn't want that, right? Because it's a huge place, and if a fire happened, it's going to be bad for a lot of people. Okay, but they should allow and us. It will also smell like weed for the next four right. months. Yeah, yeah. But, but, well, that's the thing. The next convention, the Orthodontist like, convention, is like, like, bro, the Mormons are coming right. next week. You can't. But how about this? They let us Open smoke. They let us smoke weed outside, yeah. and they will not fuck with anybody as long as you get into an Uber or a Lyft or a taxi, right? If they're so concerned with public safety and they think that using narcotics and then getting behind the wheel of a car is instant impairment. We have an attorney that comes on the show and he talks about that. It's about impairment. Where is the study? I'll give you, you're a first time smoker. You're, you smoke with Adam Dunn the first time. You, you smoke some RBK, the whole joint, 10 bong hits. You probably should not right. be driving. Okay. Right. First edible. And right. you probably don't want to. Like studies show when they do uh, stone driving tests, when people think they're too stoned, they don't want to take the test. Right. right. Hey, man, it's time to take the drive test. You know what, man? I'm going to need uh, 20 minutes before I can pass your test. So you got to give me you got to give right me some time. Do you have coffee? That would be great. They, they also have a, a literally million dollar uh, deal that they put together. The government were trying to figure it out in 1993, I believe right. it was. And I was in Amsterdam and these guys flew to Amsterdam to do the test because they couldn't do it in America because it was so dangerous. Right. It was like, yeah. oh, we got to do it in Holland. But like obviously they got a free fucking ticket to Holland, yeah. right? They were like, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. we gotta go to Holland. We're go to Holland. <laughs> First of all, they have better weed and, and so there's they, girls. And they, exactly. So they all came there and I remember meeting these people and they I was like, So what was the deal? And they would go, Oh dude. It was like okay, pretty obvious. People drove A way better than we thought, right? They were like, <laughs> oh, like, they, were like they didn't have hardly the hard the problems that they thought they were gonna have, they didn't have the problems that they ended up having were Missing more exits. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Which was the number one problem. You missed the exit. You did miss the like, exit. I was like, oh, dude. So, and Story then the, of my and life. And the other one yeah, was right. that they drove too slow. 
No, you remember, 30% of them waited at a stop sign for it to turn green. That's the old joke. Drunks will drive right through the stop sign. Yeah, no, and it's true. And stoners wait for the stop sign to turn green. I've had times when I've left the show and Vinny made a bunch of chocolate. And I'm driving home, and I swear <laughs> to God, the car is going slower and slower. And it's like, I think it's the car, but it's me. And it's like, I'll be going like, God damn, I'm going <laughs> slow. Like, brrr. And I'll look down, it'll be like 45. And I'll be like, dude, you got to speed up, man. Yeah. Like, like, you're going so slow right now. And then Allegedly. Just, and, and very rarely. <laughs> Allegedly, very, right. Very rarely do I, did I find myself going lead foot on weed. You know, it was always yeah, the yeah, opposite. Yeah. It was always less. And... Uh, you know, and again, the exit thing's easy. That's all you have to do is build two exits, right? You have stoner exit and regular exit, right? So when you miss the first exit, you're like, I got 150 feet till the stoner exit, so I can just boom, boom. It's, that's we'll, great in concept, but we can't even fix a pothole. Man, in just Boulder. go around, bro. Yeah, just make the U turn. No, that's what does suck when you do miss the exit and you have to go. Oh, dude, I've had times where. Like I was low on gas and I oh, missed yeah, the exit okay. and I all of a sudden the exits were for forever. I was like, dude, dude I don't another, know if I'm going to be able to make, make it to the next, th exit. next yeah, to yeah. turn around to go back the other way. Right, yeah. right. I feel you on that. Oh, so I, there's there's moments where that, that exit would help. <laughs> the exit would have fucking saved the day. You'd have been like, fuck yeah, the stoner exit. Just what I wanted to see. So That's if, like the Irish goodbye. If somebody wanted to figure that out for us, we could get that good. Colorado would be the perfect state too, because they have the dumbest. Whoever built those uh, spots are ridiculously out of out of touch. Because there are spots where you have to drive past the thing you know what you want to go to to get to the weird right. roundabout. That's Las that, Vegas. That they, That's that they Las Vegas. No, here Tell them what happened today. Here. They made us go like we did a figure eight pattern to no. get to where we were going. Sure, and we got there. It because like, it doesn't show you the altitude change because you're right, going right, overpass, right. underpass, you're going over overpass, thing, underpass. Under thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last yeah. night we went to uh, the Vinny to, it was like, it was like lanes that are switching. So you're like in the left lane now. And then there, it's like, wait, why is you, why? And then you go back over this way again. And it's just like, Vegas likes to be psychedelic. There's really no meaning. Yeah. Oh, a lane the, lit up for me. Things don't yeah, work. See? Do, 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 do. Told me where to drive because I guess so many people have driven the, down the wrong. So I also have a guest come up here. I got Eli in the in the studio. You might have to go. Yeah, I'll you can stay up. for a sec. All right. Because you're you know you're here. And we okay. haven't even talked about your your story. But, at thanks all. for having me over. Though. We haven't your real. No, the, we want to hear your story. We want to hear the backstory yeah. too. But we have Eli. My, my also, testimony and some Eli's singing. In, I found oh, yeah, Jesus like before and, the show. And you and Eli are going <laughs> to sing together now because Eli's he he's a real good singer too. So that's it's perfect. Right. Fantastic. <laughs> right, Eli. Cool. So yeah, well, Mister Mister Sonny Chiba, we're gonna be. I'll, I'll come back soon. We're gonna have you and Tim because we'll corner Tim one day. Right now he's we'll, getting we'll out of it, it today, soon. but we'll corner. You need to call in from long. one of your mega grows is what you need to do, and show us what's up with the Bio three sixty five in scale. Like well, look at look at my feet on Instagram. I know it's all. Bio. It's all. It's killer. It always has been. Thank you. Always I has been. And Odie, of course, I mean, he talks too much, so that's why we don't, like, if we bring him up, he might fuck up the flow. <laughs> he right, tends guys. to hog the mic and get really stroppy. I, I don't <laughs> think we, uh, you know, and actually, we can just pull up a chair for Odie. He doesn't need a mic. Right. He can just hang in the back. Yeah. Sonny Chiba. Thanks for coming in, Sonny. Appreciate you. Sun, sun, I, I, I never know. I never know when, it, like, when I'm, we're working in somebody else's studio like this, and and it's after a show. It's one of those like, I met a bunch of people. I told them to come on the show. I wasn't even like there was no like, yeah, you're coming on first, and except for Grove oh. Bags. Sorry to Grove Bags because they were waiting. Yeah, on we us. apologize. We, we apologize. Wow. You gonna tell them why? 
Wow. Well, um, we were with Spank. Dave's uh, a party guy. That's why. Calvin Brodus. So uh, you may figure that out. And yeah. uh, he was doing a video shoot for a new brand, uh, Hippie Era, that we're uh, going to help them work on. So we were hanging out with Ben Jammin. And that was, you know, uh, we were trying to do... It was funny too because I I woke I went you to bed a twelve like, board a twelve storyboard shoot that should have taken a week he shot in five hours less wow yeah, yeah. less even four hours so yeah. anyway Is it was anybody you guys finished you it exactly you like guys how we got about nine, we got about eighty five percent we got to have to take some outside right. shots with the van because right, right. the sun went down but it was a very but, ambitious thing uh, highly ambitious uh, and uh, that's impressive thanks to toy. And crew and Casey and um, and Ricky, of course, who's who is here, um, and uh, thanks to those guys, they came through like and amazing. Kevin Longo. Oh, Kevin Longo, of course, Come and on. the man, the man behind the van. Yeah. But we, uh, if we, there are any adult, uh, well, come on, if there are any strippers listening right now, if you can come down to the studio, Kevin Longo, hey, I'm here for the international for look convention. I said I would say it on the air. I'm, I don't have a thing for that, but he does. So oh, come wow. on he's, down. Really, he's the guy with the dreadlocks. Really? Oh wait, I can't wait to taste. <laughs> your I mean, muffin. I'm down. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter where they go. Um, All right. But in in general, no, we didn't manage to pull together a little video shoot, which is gonna it's it's, it's a work in progress. So the the shooting part is only one. We're actually editing. Like this is like out of our field normally. Because Mark, if I say the word edit to Mark, he crumbles. Whatever, like, dude. He crumbles like a fucking no. He, cookie. You do. He does. He goes no, because you know us. <laughs> can, can we? We have three hours. Well, we have to, the excitement of the live show. I mean, we have a live audience. We have a whole live yeah, we have audience. They're rowdy. They're rowdy. They're rowdy. You got the adrenaline. At We're least, in a real studio. At least the way at the editing bay. It's very like, real. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. you've never seen our other studio. See, what would happen is at least they're paying attention. The chairs, they're looking at us. Yes. Usually what happens, it's like an old bowling alley in the 70s where oh. the bookmakers come in. Of course. They, they would sit in a circle and just talk to themselves the whole time while we were on, and they didn't pay attention to us. But so now we have a captive audience. Maybe you've gotten better at being uh, captivating. Oh. It, I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. I think stretch. people would disagree. That I, is a stretch. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's possible, though. Welcome to the show. At least for Dave. Here's your mic. Here's your headphones. Jump on. Oh. Drugs are great. See? Yeah. True. See, when I say come on the show, I mean come on the show. They're like, oh, no. Now i got to be on the show. thought I was just coming out and hang out. All right. Yeah. What's going on, Eli? What made it, man. It was good. We're chilling. We're chilling. I was just, I'm glad you came. I'm glad you gave me a call. It's always good. And uh, good to see you at the show. So welcome to our after, after party episode. And uh, so how was the show for you? Likewise, man. Um, you know, it's it's definitely always a pleasure to, you know, link up and um, get to spend some time with, um, you know, the industry, um, the industry greats, the ones that lead the fun, the ones that paved the way and lead the foundations for, you know. Are they here somewhere? Where are they? <laughs> Where, yeah. Come back. Can you, if you're in the back, if you guys are here, come to the studio here. We want to talk to you. And bring the strippers. Yeah. Now, uh, well, you know, well, it's, it's, it's too many. This is Vegas. We, uh, as a local, man, to be honest, like we prefer the brothels. <laughs> hey, Strippers are cool. I, I love strippers, man. But <laughs> to get the full Nevada experience, we had to go a little bit up there. Right. Yeah. That's the fact, Jack. All right. 
Yeah, you're outnumbered. So, over what here what do you do in this in the industry? Tell us I'll your let story. Dave, I'll let Dave I, I don't know anything about you. Yeah, I didn't even warn anybody. I just said, you know. <laughs> well, I guess that's a good way to start, right? <laughs> Oh, well. Um, so but yeah. I'm sort of like a child, just so you know. I don't know much of anything. I know what I know, and what I don't know, I really don't know. Well, one That's thing about us humans yeah. is we really don't know <laughs> much. Mm. Yeah, we, Every day it's, it's, it's an opportunity to learn something new, and um, pretty much, um, you know, I'm stoked. Um, but um, just to elaborate briefly on, on mine, I guess, what what will be the main question to begin with? Uh, he just wants to know where you're coming from in the industry. Yeah, like a little bio. If, if, what's your LinkedIn page look like? What <laughs> What well, are your hobbies? Do you have hopes and dreams? grower. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, no, but just to set the record straight, I am um, a certified, um, you know, master gardener, you know, with the uh, state of Nevada, um, you know. Okay. And UNR, UNLV, um, you know, extension program. So that they have a category that that is not the same as a master grower, you know. But and there's no such thing. I mean, that's that's just the thing that was put on people when the beginning of the, the thing that people could ask for 200 grand a month, a year, and be like, I want, you know, I want my 220 plus. And like nowadays, it's like you're getting 20 bucks an hour. You're fucking. Yeah. You're, here's your master grower badge. Go go to town. And and the thing about master grower is it, it, nobody would call themselves a master grower. Somebody else might call them that. But the real it's master a title grower would just be a by guy the state. Who, Shit loves weed and i'm sure you love weed so that's not a problem so in general you know i think i think it's it's cool that they they use it but at the same time yeah you know you know what I mean. i'm more interested in well <laughs> I real, mean, I mean, you uh, kind of just pooped on his degree but i'm kind of interested <laughs> not in, really uh, not really because i really i, re I, I understand it's, that it's so you said you went to unr unlv to study that's what I you mean. studied he's, cannabis. He's, he's taking it to the next level. Not too. necessarily cannabis. Is, is is the extension program. So it is uh, pre pretty much. It's not a degree. Just to set the, the record clear, it is a cert certification. Okay. So um, um, it is basically an extension program. So it's like a lifelong, you know, learning experience for mm -hmm. any plant enthusiast. Um, and I, I believe every state has their own extension program. Mm -hmm. And so if you're listening, man, and you really love um, cannabis, you love plants, you love just growing plants in general, you should really look into it. It's, um, it, will, it, it basically elevates um, your game if, if you really want to get up to that. So it's like continuing education. Oh, sorry, Adam. No, no, I was going to say, no, it's, 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 it's definitely like we were just talking about the, uh, with Mo also the, the, during the show. It was like there's people that are like, you know, maybe 24 25 that might have you know like literally their whole adult life it's been sort of legal and they've never seen the other side of anything and it's just like right. kind of like it, it it doesn't mean that but it actually it opens a totally different direction which is good because it's like they're not there's there's it's not like all that shit is good for for uh you know real uh ability to learn because a lot of it's like ingrained into us because it was like we're so used to it's like we're so used to not answering the door because we're growers that even though we're legal, we still don't answer the fucking door. It's like you leave the package out front. I'll go get it when you leave. You know what I mean? Because right, right, right. you don't want to just bring that heat in your life. And you culture have that, of security. You, you have that strangers sort of shell shock. So yeah. when a grower is young, they get this ability to kind of come at it from a different direction where it's like that's not even an issue. They're like, hey, what's going on? Open the door. Not have an issue. Hey, they get their package on time because they aren't worried. You know? <laughs> but well, I they're think not we're doing anything illegal. Yeah, and we're still and in the climate of, it's not an SOP, right? Your master grower can do whatever he wants. An SOP, you follow. And I think that when you talk about an extension program or getting a degree, you followed 
a course schedule. Okay, that's how you you got certified to do that. Well, the business of cannabis cannot have the risk of the entire business in someone's head. It can't be. It just can't. You can't have that type of risk, right? So you have to use what's in that person's head to help develop an SOP protocol, right? So that standard operating procedures. Three-ring binder. And that's what they do. So they know that this day and this day, and that comes back to the fact that that's where it comes from. You harvest on the first day or the last day of the eighth week, and that's that, you know, and you will do that. And sometimes it just, they have to do that for the commercial aspect. Can they devote canopy space to the craft garden? They sure can, but you have to convince them of the business case because at the end of the day, it's going to be a commodity. And if it's going to be a commodity, there's going to be a fucking shit ton of it. And so uh, currently you're working under any kind of license or you just sort of... I mean, so, um, I mean, dive into what I'm um, interested in, I guess. It's, and I did bring some samples along with oh. me. Hey! Let's roll it up. That's the number one Sorry. question okay. usually, right? Where is it? Because, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, right, let, the word speaks for itself. Talk to uh, him. Let me, so I'm not sure how we want to do this. I could, oh, you know, good. yank it out or... Yeah, sure, Just whip it. <laughs> Just whip it out right here. Whip it out. Let's right do it, man. <laughs> Give me a second. Let me... Yeah, not a problem. Not a problem. My name is so, Ungayo Bilam, by the way. No, go ahead. What no, no, say saying? your name again. Ungayo. And how do they find you on Instagram? N-G-A-I-O-420. You can also check out uh, my other page that is somewhat incomplete. Puff Puff Passport. Puff Puff Passport. Working on a travel Ungayo show, of course, like all the guys. Ungayo, N-G-A-I-O-420. Ungayo420. <laughs> and again, we need entries. So if you've got super lungs... Adam can't take, you know. Tim can't. Tim can't do it all. Yeah, he can't do it all. Odie, though, possibly. I mean, maybe ten years ago. I mean, who are we kidding? He's no spring chicken. I'm just saying. He's, you know. Uh, I was gonna say. You see, Pete's hiding behind the the monitor here. He didn't want me to see him. I wasn't gonna say you were gonna do it. You're a broken man. <laughs> you no no you. You're, did, did yeah, bodily can, fluids are definitely being ejected <laughs> out of his body. They're coming out of you just breathing. So, no, we don't we don't need that. I can't do it. I already have to poop, so. Okay, then. No, you're, you're disqualified. Yeah, yeah you're, in fact, um, I think your Uber's here. <laughs> He's, he needs his phone to open up the lock on what? Security. Security, security lock? Security lock. Okay, on the, I get it. Did he have it handcuffed to his wrist? Oh, that would be fantastic. You ever walk in? Yeah, I always want to do that. Like, fill a briefcase with really good weed, handcuff it to my wrist, and walk into the party and shit and set it down. Like, clack, clack. So we're talking about quality weed here. Something, this is an experience that happened today. Um, of course, right outside the conference. Yeah. There were, what, 10 strippers. And what were they handing out? Delta 8 joints. Of course. Yeah. And Ooh, so. Now it, we're talking. It is so ridiculous how Delta 8 has made its way into mainstream can of culture right now because the masses are going to buy it at gas stations. You can sell it everywhere. And it is terrible. Absolutely terrible synthetic cannabinoid. Yeah, agreed. Not super interested, no. Yeah, exactly. don't, don't need to. We, we had on Dr. Mark Scaldone who really scared the shit out of us about how it's made, how it was synthesized. And uh, Dave's got some work. Oh, fuck. 
I have to roll all that? Yeah, pretty much. I'll put that. All side right. So I can do room. it. I'll, I'll take one for the team. Here we go. Bringing out the bring guns. Big guns. Crinkle, 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 crinkle. You guys on fucking drugs? Gaia, why don't you, yeah, you got up and give us the, the order like, oh, man, of, of what we're going to roll? He's got way too much weed. No, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> what, Mark? Nothing. Right. Which one's it going to be? Flavor train over here. And so are you growing um, for a company right now, or are you just a craft grower using your skills at home? Craft at, at the moment. Um, craft and basically, um, you know, shout out to the home growers. Oh, for sure. That's, That's where we sure. are, man. 100%. And, and I think, uh, you know, again, you're going to always be able to take care of, you know, a couple lights and do phenomenal work compared to a couple hundred lights and be able to, you know, replicate where people just don't don't figure that out and am i passing this which oh, one yeah, which one did you want me to so, start rolling i like those two what's the first i mean i like them all all right oh wait well, yeah no that one it's kind of got a weird funky cheesy it's good for radio if you actually yeah, tell I'm the listeners gonna let you what guys we're doing. We're, we're opening Afghan, and examining Afghan. jars of cannabis Afghan purple i believe this one says. oh let's see here um, this says, "Af." What is this? Do the do the tops of the jars have anything to do with the strain? I don't think so. No. No. So you probably have to smell this them or look peppery. at them and tell us what's what. This is very peppery. This was very peppery. This too. There's one that smells Holy like garlic. Moly. I think it's that one. Also smells garlicky. Okay. I'm getting. So it's it's it, just so in case you're wondering, it's a little mystery before I really get into it. How mystery really? Let's see. We do we get to try to? You, you can name like three strains. We got to. Figure out which <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a hint. So what, what what we're basically looking at is um, there's pretty much there's um, you know what what what's conventionally available in the industry, which we all like the gas and the candy. Yeah. And then um, the rest of the jars you're looking at is all land race. Um, you know, pretty much land race cross with uh, um, I believe the grape cream cake. Which is the F one uh, version? Um, uh, so which which F1 land is, is the race from? So um, it was acquired um, from um, Ghana. Okay. Which is in West Africa. Yeah. And this so is all, all uh, from the same area. So so basically, we're looking at much more of the equatorial, you know, African land race cultivars. That um, explains a lot of the in, that um, uh, the cola structure. So we we're taking <laughs> it back. What are you smelling over there? I, this smells like like I, I somebody. Weeks ago, said I want that strain that smells like a diaper. Oh yeah, dirty diaper. This, you got this, the scatol. This, scatol. A sousson of feces. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, a little poopy. A little poopy. Serve it next to cat shit. So what am I rolling Twist first? It What's the cat order piss here? And call it a number two. All right. So let's before we begin anything, I would just like to say this. So this um, is all the, the same. All the same mail across the board. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. the male is the land race. No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The Ghanaian land race. It sounds like a show on CBS. <laughs> no, but this is great because nobody's. I don't think anyone's ever come in. I don't with, think they're uh, ever going to allow like that on CBS lately. But yeah, we'll be good. Uh, after school special, Vinny. That'd be good. Mm. This one, is, I mean, not like burnt in a burnt way, but like toasty. Yeah, maybe toasty or something. Dark. Smell that. 
Oh, this is this definitely a full range. Would one of you hand me a? Bunt? Oh yeah, no, I see. It's almost smoky. Yeah, like yeah, a fire. Is, right, like not yeah. burnt, but yeah, smoky, yeah. like more like smoky. Yeah, or a scotch. Good, but it, not because there's 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 <laughs> definitely been smoked weed out there for sure. All the fires and stuff. All oh, the it, fires in California that one year. For it's sure. not. It's not as. Uh, on point as that. Where's the one that smells like funky cheese or poop or garlic? Uh, this one. Uh, oh, would you like to tell us something about this one, my brother? Oh, wow. Okay. So the key word here is acetylcholine nesterate, right? Um, and before I break that down um, briefly, oh. the intro, what, what um, I, I guess I would, I would like to say is that what we know, oh, guess what? That's what we're talking about, the THC impairment. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say a second ago. Uh. Acetylcholine esterase. So how does that play off? Well, you know, based on predominantly all the most of the cultivars that we currently have in the, in the industry, in terms of the conventional industry, you know, um, we mostly have the dominant, you know, beta, you know, myrcene, um, you know, um, you know, terpene profile, which is mostly dominant, or the linalool, the terpenoline, and all these profiles that are mostly dominant in these specific varieties. Right. So what we're looking at is the opposite of that. So it's the goal was to basically, you know, work, have um, work on something which is, you know, not very common within those, you know, terpene profiles. So the keyword is alpha pinene, right? And, and, uh, and, and the reason, um, I guess, the reason, uh, the reason behind this, or I guess the, um, the, the whole inspiration behind it was to be able to reduce, you know, the, the THC impairment in which we are very, all usually subjected to, you know, that whole idea of, I don't want to get too stoned before I do something important in my life, right? But just to be able to reduce that, um, I, I, you know. So you're saying alpha pining, the terpene, has been shown to be effective with uh, short-term memory loss caused by THC? Absolutely. And, oh, and Dr. Hey, Ethan, that's your um, thing right um, there. Dr. You need Ethan there Russo. That's had, the guy right there. I, I know Ethan. Russo did a spent, you know, so I think he did a marvelous, um, you know, work in basically um, with, with his book, The Pharmacology of, of Cannabis, basically it does illustrate and then provide most of all the information that we need or, you know, in, in terms of which is readily, readily available. And I believe his colleagues are still taking on, um, you know, different research projects. So it's very interesting to see how far that's going to take because that gives us like a guideline as breeders, maybe one word I may not have used at the point because I don't necessarily consider myself maybe a, you know, a plant breeder, but then we do develop these varieties, you know, and then have some sort of, um, you know, um, you know, our own creative endeavors to them. Well, I don't think, I don't, I don't think breeders is, is, is necessarily as, as weird as saying master grower because breeders it's what you're doing like and you are you are a breeder once you actually start making when you grow it's it's about growing out what you did like if you just make seeds that's not a breeder it's the growing out of the seeds and following through the patterns of doing all the you know what you what, exactly what you're doing because these are all the interesting part is they're definitely all different considering coming from one male you know that's that's a uh, definitely definitely a good variation and then THCV, I'm sure, would be pretty high in here if it's African. Sort of, that seems like that is you. You 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 basically nailed it. Um, so basically, yeah, it's it, it does. We're looking at ratios, which is 
you know, what, what I'm really focused on, right? Because the ability to be able to, um, you know, focus a specific project in which your, you know, your whole goal is to, you know, breed different variations and different ratios and, and, and understanding, you know, the, the terpenes or, or the, um, or the monoterpene or, or monoterpenoids and then their effects, you know, kind of helps guide the, you know, plant developer or the, or the plant breeder to basically um, work on these specific varieties. So my inspiration behind this was when um, I read, you know, the extensive research by Dr. Ethan Russo, that sort of lit a light in my head in which, you know, I figured that it was a very interesting approach for the fact that um, he did indicate that the alpha pinene varieties that is currently in the conventional industry, to be honest, really do not have much, um, you know, alpha pinene based varieties. So unfortunately- Do you know anyone's, do you, were there any off the top of your head that were out there? Oh yeah, I mean, you, you, normally what comes to the head would be like Jack and, oh. you know- Okay, the, so it's still terpenoline vibe, but- But trace amounts, like yeah. smaller amounts of alpha pinene? Absolutely. And what I found interesting is that, you know, there is, you know, there is a different, there, there is, there are similarities within all these, comp, you know, um, compounds in general. But then with dealing with the heirloom or land raised varieties, whichever, you know, terminology that fits your boat, whatnot, I began to realize that there are specific, um, you know, profiles that are you know, because I mean, l l let's just jump, not jump around, but let's just be, you know, s you know, in, in simplicity. If you take, you know, um, majority of the, you know, the Hindukush, Afghani, Pakistani, just that broadly varieties, you know, there's been a lot of the uh, sativa varieties that have been obviously crossed with those varieties to shorten, you know, the, the flowering cycle. And for some reason, we tend to, um, you know, you know, distinguish or, um, um, you know, sativas, you know, by the broad leaves and the indicas, supposedly by the, I mean, sativas by the narrow leaves and the indicas by the broad leaves. And, um, but there is, you know, much more to it if you're really looking at, uh, you know, uh, basically a, a population, you know, based on, you know, region. So let's say you were to go to a specific region and, per se in West Africa, like say one country, Ghana. Ghana has itself, there's like 10 different regions in Ghana. So each region has its own very unique, you know, attributes that it basically, um, you know, contributes to the overall, you know, effects of what you're basically of those specific, you know, cannabis, um, um, you know, within that area. And here's your thing, you know. There. That's, your, your, own, here, that's your own personal tip, on? so that way oh, we can yeah. just keep ourselves clean. That's a, <laughs> Why, what's this called? It's called a yo tip. Yo tip. Shout yo out tip. to yo tip, man. <laughs> yeah. Yo time tip. Come in. They'll be here. They'll be here in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, awesome, awesome product. And um, ooh, ooh. so this original seeds that you got from Ghana, what was the? Uh, I mean, this is well, your friends or, or people you knew, or you had somebody over there that's head. So I took a trip back in 2005, right after high school. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, and uh, and, and it, it was mostly because I have, I, I was diagnosed for, I was going through my, you know, well, misdiagnosis eventually led to a diagnosis of um, of EDS, which stands for endless Danlos syndrome, hypermobility type three. 
simplicity, it is a collagen, um, you know, mutation. So uh, basically I have faulty collagen. So uh, at a very, very young age, I would have surgeries, um, like beginning with my eyes, cause my eyes would sublux the lens, like, you know, and it was pretty weird. I used to get in, into fights cause you know, you may be thinking I'm looking at you different cause just, cause my eyes were sublux. And so I used to get into a Stop lot of Stop looking fights, at me like that. You know, that crazy look, right? <laughs> So, um, as a teenager, um, what oh do you man, think of that yo I was, tip? I was almost holding <laughs> that to it. So, yes, my yo tip. I'll put my yo tip here and I'll pass the joint. Doesn't that work? Keep yeah, the tip. This is, this is okay. So, which joint. one was this? this? Is the first one that you? This is what you that did? was the poopy. The poopy one. Okay, so that tastes great. I mean, that's got fucking. Stomach. Let me try that. Fuck. That's got that's got some some like uh, tongue sizzle, which I always like. Like I love when stuff burns your tongue a little bit on the inhale, you know, it's got like some action to it. Mm. Did you, so any of these get tested just for by through anybody else or? So I have the the COA uh, in which I can provide for the perennial, um, you know, heirloom stock. Wow. And it's tongue sizzle, right? Unlike any terpene <laughs> profile going around in cannabis that I have uh, been able to partake in. Hmm. Next, Dave. Wow. So that was poopy. <laughs> that was kind of poopy. It was, and but it's was, really... Do you know the region of the poop? <laughs> With scat, scat, Scatland? I can see... The, the I can see... Uran, Uranus? The qualities of that being something that way down the road, when like the... Um, you you want to try to convert a cigarette smoker for the menthol taste... If you can add that terpene, it, it has a whole mouthfeel completely different. I mean, I, I'd say bravo. That, Cook that up that, with some of that New York diesel and make it taste like a menthol. What, sure. Which diesel? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's an ongoing thing here on the show. There's sour diesel, AJ sour diesel, East Coast sour diesel, New York diesel, which is Soma's. Um, New York City diesel, New York. New York City diesel. That's Soma, sorry. There's diesel nuts. <laughs> Mark has these nuts. So he's rolling that right now. Do you know what that one is? Solid. <coughs> Which one is this? Oh, uh, may I have a look at it? This, this one right here. This floral. Oh, so this is the one that's leaning towards like the much more of the mango profile, right? It, it has it's um on so basically unlike. You know, it's it's siblings, which is all um, that is much more of that pine. You could literally, once you open it up, you could literally sense that pine, and and just to differentiate the difference between um, um, you know the profiles with you know the polyhybrids, all the hybrids. I believe that there's a very distinguished you know um, you know you know profile within the heirloom varieties in terms of the the compounds in which it produces. So, in other words, if you're to, you know, take like a predominant alpha pinene variety, such as maybe you would say jack hair, and we taste the same profile, um, the same predominant, you know, alpha pinene profile, and then we try the heirloom land race, we could tell there is a difference, you know, and, 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 and you know, there is a distinctive difference within the land race, um, pine, you know, um, you know, you know, basically, um, um, you know, profile as in comparison to, you know, the profiles that have, you know, had some sort of, you know, um, 
you know, I guess you, you would say um, the profile that, that you know, the, the hybrid or the polyhybrid versions. Too. Well, they're they've homogenized at that point. And the thing is, it, it's, it is uh, worse now, though, than, than because there was a time period where uh, there was still more regional stuff happening and because travel so much more, more rampant now and things are just moving so much faster. It's kind of like... Thailand is fucked right now. There's so many. There's so much. There's so much breeding going on there that's just completely toasted it. Oh, nice! Look at that. Georgian jail got old, old school hoodlum on there. Um, but yeah, it's like uh, unfortunately that's where all the you know that's where a lot of those real psychedelic strains that were uh, the reason why people. Com, you know, still Call it a hallucinogen. Still talk to this day. <laughs> Narcotic. Like, like you guys don't know nothing. And it's true because those were like full on. You know, yeah, like almost a psychedelic experience compared to to what's what's out there now. You know, and and does I believe one of the coolest part, right? Because it has no ceiling, and the more you experience it, you know, the broader your you know your experience becomes. Oh my gosh. How about Nigeria? Do you ever do you ever get any genetics from there or? Because it's I've, what I've what I've always kind of gathered is that it's the best and the worst all within a certain area. Like there's like there's like tons and tons and tons of shitty weed, and then there's like super high quality, like the highest of the high back in the day, like twenties in the in twenty high twenties back when nothing ever ever popped that high. You know what was this Adam? Well, Nigeria, which was this? Like Nigerian black, like Nigerian black so cannabis. This was, one just dumped sift everywhere. Yeah. Soon as I broke this up, sift poosh, all of my fingers like stuck together instantly, and it didn't have that feel that oh, I was feeling the nuck. Nice. So it, uh, you put this in like a pollinator or a tumbler. I can see this yielding towards being at what they refer to as a dumper. You had diapers and dumpers. Really <laughs> diapers and dumpers. That's a weird show. Oh, we come. We, he to just invented a strain name for you. There you go. Coming now to TLC, <laughs> diapers and dumpers. <laughs> It just I don't think that would be on TLC. It just that yeah, would be late night would. on E. It would be moms with nice booties <laughs> yeah. carrying their kids to the store. Right. That's it. Bad news. Yeah. All right. All well, right. Uh, now that I've brought it to a complete halt. <laughs> oh, wait, it's it this is the nature <laughs> of the game, man. All good. All good. <laughs> well, it what I really wanted to elaborate to be honest is that um once we, you know is how the alpha pinene is known to basically reverse the, you know, to reverse the impairment effect of T that's produced by THC. Um, and that's the main goal is to be able to make that widely available in the conventional industry because for, you know, for consumers that needs that, that le level of alertness and focus during the daytime, um, you know, you just want to be able to be, you know, consistent with, you know what you consume that is always that you it's always reliable to give you that specific you know um calm relaxed you know um you know much more energetic feeling and there's i believe there is some sort of misconception you know within the industry that i believe there's this whole thing about uh, sativas are you know give you the jitters you know it gives you know it gives you in the anxiety makes you anxious you feel this jit all only that when it's good <laughs> <laughs> my um my uh I, I guess based on my my, my ob observation with that is um is that the um 
Excuse me, I lost train of thought. <laughs> we, no, we're, we're for, good at that. Well, <laughs> I, would, I would say that that what you're talking about is people want to feel a certain way, right? And as we get away from labels like uh, Sativa or Indica, we get into feelings, right? There was a, a whole booth at the MJ BizCon where their strains weren't named, but things were named like uh, Desire, right? And Focus and Revive and Awaken. I hate that. Yeah. Right? Here comes the FDA. I hate, I hate that trend right there. That's the problem. It's, because they it's get away good for... Well, no, the problem is it's so subjective. It's like one of those things where you're like... It's super subjective, like, of course. Dude, but I passed out on that awake shit, and I was amped up on that. Yeah, because it's different just, for everybody. Because the guys who are doing, aren't like right. doing... There's no science behind it. Either. You have to learn the terpenes. You have to learn your own personal terpenes. And you, yeah, everybody's and response then is once so you good. figure that out... That's a t-shirt, too. Learn your learn own your personal... Pers- yeah. My terpenes are... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, what are your terpenes? My terpenes are piney. Papadopoulos, you have thirty seconds to buy that before it goes out and everybody gets it. My terpenes are what? What would be? When you got to come up next? My terpenes so. would be like piney. Based on genetics, right? Because uh, I just they oh, just right. didn't want to cut. But based on genetics, there are tests that you could. I believe there's like an endocannabinoid gen, um, gen, genomic testing, which is now available. Okay. Where um, when you take that test, it gives you, you know, descriptively, um, you know, based on your genes, you know, whether it's the BMI, er, er, including all that, you know, then it basically gives you, an, um, you know, um, I guess a blueprint to which, you know, terpene or terpenoid profiles might have some sort of, you know, negative effects. And on then you. does it use the CRISPR to make a genetically modified cannabis seed? Effect oh. On you. oh, shit. Coming soon to a show. Especially genetically modified cannabis grown just for you. Well, Cas9 and CRISP, you know, I mean, within within that, you know, um, when it comes to engineering, right, that's the reason why we cultivators or breeders, it's our passion, right, is to to basically make this available, right? Right. And, you know, kudos to the scientists that are able to, you know, reverse with, you know, yeast, you know, engineering, doing whatever they do. Hey, you know, good luck to them, right? <coughs> but we prefer you know, photocannabinoids um, derived of varieties. So that's that's I believe I believe that's the main goal. And what I was touching on earlier was with the sativas, or you know, narrow narrow or the narrow leaf varieties is that those effects that we are used to basically. I be, I believe that unfortunately the industry has this. I'm sorry, yes, yeah, a little too loud. I guess my bad. <coughs> the dial right there will will adjust the volume for you. Oh man, thank you. There you <laughs> go. Too loud there. You were going super loud. Super loud. <laughs> it was blowing my ear. Sunny Chief was a, a, a mic deaf. Yeah, Sunny. Oh, if you're sorry. out, oh, he can't hear us. Sorry. Man, much better. Thanks for the adjustment. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, somebody needs to text Sonny and tell him he's deaf. Ooh. Right, Sonny. Let me get your hearing check. <coughs> that that strain that we just smoked, when you said mango, I'm sorry. Every, they always try to use a fruit to describe it, and then I smoked that. And it fucking tasted like mango. Nice. I mean, it took like eight seconds, but as soon as it, 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 it resolved, holy moly. Got a nice aftertaste for yeah. sure. Well... And very, very piney-like effects as I sit here and start playing the drums on my legs. 
mean, <laughs> it, it, it takes on the you know his of the historical you know in terms of the, ge- the geographical you know um, you know history even within itself right, right. right so there are these you know subtropical regions where you know all the completely tropical regions where there's mangoes so de- depends mm-hmm. on where you go you know there's different varieties of mangoes different varieties of dates different varieties right. of like you know tropical fruits that are abundant in these regions right and i think obviously the cannabis you know does take on some of these um you know profiles and 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 i i it seems to be embedded in it in the genetics in the you know the things that help a mango grow in that part of the world also help cannabis yeah, grow just in that like part the watermelons of the world. you you, you right, might come right. across certain varieties there's leaning much more towards the watermelon because there's a, a huge population yeah growth of of, of, of watermelon or it could be bananas it could be um oranges it catches a vibe yeah makes sense to me that's good that's got some good mouth feel to it i'm very amped up right now yeah so i'm I'm feeling very sativa you're gonna you're gonna have a whole your dance card's gonna be full okay people are gonna be like you're what you're doing here is disruptive and sitting next to him for five years and nobody's come in and done this before this is this is just it's just different there's something going on here. I, I'm, I'm really nice. enjoying this. It's very nice, very smooth. And highly appreciated, man. And that's how know, long have you been growing? Oh, I mean, I'm only 36 years old. <laughs> okay. And I don't. Uh, <laughs> so I'm molded by my elders. I've been growing longer than I've been around. So my my journey started, you know, back in 2003, 2004. Okay. By that's, 2005. That's a long time. Uh, after high, you know, I, I took him seriously. That's I took my first, I guess, strain hunting trip. Right, two thousand and five. So to where? That was that was this. Oh, oh fuck! Good so, job, good so choice. Th- th- and this was before a lot of those varieties were introduced to the foreign, you know, varieties. Yeah, that was right. so I think timing is critical. You know, when it comes to um, you know sourcing genetics. Right, you go there now, and probably it's got some cookies in it or some bullshit. And hopefully it doesn't get to that, you know, that brand doesn't get to that part of the world because we want to be able to preserve, um, you know, you know, it's in, in, in its natural state. Because to be honest, what, what better way to be able to enjoy the full experience? I, I, I have a feeling in which, unfortunately, I have to say vehemently that the average cannabis consumer that might have thought that they have experienced a TIVA effect, unfortunately have only got to experience the hybridized TIVA effect. So if there is any interest in experiencing the full narrow leaf variety effect, that is from the heirloom variety. Then you need to come down and smoke this because I'm having that moment right now. I'm sitting here going, holy fuck. I, I'm, I'm feel, I, I feel like I'm 17 years old and I smoked that one strain where you go, oh, fuck, was... Was there something in that? <laughs> that did, he, did you see what he did? He did he lace? It? Wait, 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 wait. Hey man, Hold just tell us what was in it. It's oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah, I just, just have let to me know. know. I need to know, man. I have to know. It's, it's, it's cool. Just just oh, tell me. It's, it's tell me what that was. Ch- it's a head change, which is important because yeah. you don't see much of that these days. You it cuts see, right through. You see a lot of times where it's just like you know it's flavor or it's whatever, but it doesn't really have much head head change. And you're like, like the show is really funny because it's like you go in and you see somebody. And they're like, oh, we're going out to smoke a joint, right? And then you go, all right. And you go out and smoke a joint. And then it's not like you're getting like super high or anything. Then you walk back in and then someone else says, so you fuck, all right. And you end up doing this loop where you're barely even in the show because you're just doing loops trying to get high with people outside. And 
you know, it takes a lot to fucking stop people in their tracks. But so far, everything that you've had here has been like, ooh, like for me, if I look at the joint more than once, I know that something's up. Like, and if it goes uh, out, uh, what's going on inside? We of call that yeah, the yeah. safety. Yeah. If it goes out, oh, the safety went off. Yeah. <laughs> you get to three, big. it's the fire. Oh, then you know you yeah. really fucked up if you're letting it go out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mugged out. Like, what? That's huh? the safety. That means you're high. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm super impressed. I mean, I really, like, um, I don't want you to leave before you, you we figure out how to get you and Adam doing some collab project or something nice. so I can keep smoking this. Man, it's, it's way overdue, Adam. What, what, what? <laughs> Let's do it. It's way overdue, Well, the interesting Adam. thing is What's I got to hold it up, man. Well, the funny part is I've got groups in Africa now that are asking me to do sort of the same same work, which is like try to preserve some things they already had because they're already like freaking out because it's, it's starting to, the wave has happened. You know what I mean? It's starting to go to the point. It, like, it's funny because they're going through the hemp wave right now. Also, and they're all excited and have these little hemp markets and stuff. And it's just like they don't see what's coming around the corner, which is like, oh, that that is like, you know, you're going to get that. We've already seen how that plays out. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they're going to go more in the direction towards industrial and volume and less on CBD and cannabinoids just because that gets rinsed real quick because nobody's, you know, most people just go to the bottom and start doing distillate and numbers. And it's just like, blah, you know, I mean, you're just growing, you know, for, for weight at that point. Um, but there's so much locked up stuff there that's worth getting to, you know? I mean, as consumers, right, it's sort of like preference-based, um, you know, and I'll be honest, what, um, my inspiration, um, I had got to spend some time with DJ, um, DJ Short, the legendary DJ Short, uh, nice. a breed of blueberry, um, and I learned well, one of the most important takes I got from DJ was how does it make you feel? You know, it's, it's, you know, just forget about everything else. Like, how does it make you feel, man? Like, so I've been chasing that feeling, man. And thank you, DJ. <laughs> you know, no, he always worked off effect. That's for sure. He was definitely one of those guys. who was always, he had a few other wacky ideas. I remember his whole equatorial idea that we sat in a panel one time and he was just like, <laughs> pretty much if you don't live on the equator, you ain't growing shit. You know what I mean? And I was just <laughs> like, know. all right, I kind of, I kind of, you know, right. I get it from the, like, Inter, you know, outdoors, of course. Yeah, you can't yeah, control yeah, that. yeah. Indoors, you know, yeah, you can, uh, you can do. But then even outdoors, there's other, you know, there's different kind of limes and oranges. There are different. There are, but but I, but from a psychedelic sort of like we were talking about earlier, that kind of point of view, like yeah. it seems like that band does rap. rap you know, Leo, Laos is is a, is a sure. hot spot because you know you know why that's where the coffee grows and weed and coffee they go together. Yeah. For sure, yeah, we know that we know, right. don't we? No, that's for sure. And sure. It's actually one of the things that, especially in Amsterdam, because everybody was buying weed at coffee shops, that it was really important that whatever you would smoke it enhanced it because there's certain things. There is certain strains that don't. There's ones that like it's like reacts in a yeah, weird yeah, yeah. way where you're like, not the best morning. <laughs> weed I'm, right I'm going there. a little too fast <laughs> right now. Yeah, but, but, I, a, that, that but fuck, there are George some. Fuck me up! But I there are one hit. Yeah, but there are some that like meld so perfectly, like. Enhances it, you know, which is you find the peanut butter and chocolate of coffee weed <laughs> combinations. And one thing I find, you know, quite interesting with you know the heirloom varieties is that it doesn't give you that racy feeling, um, you know, which is very, I guess, it's 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 like majority of the sativas, all narrowly varieties that's currently on the conventional market, it's either giving you that jittery that it's so. 
the goal is to be able to have these varieties available on the market where just like Adam had, you know, um, um, basically indicated earlier that you just don't get that head change, you know, because for some of us that's, you know, that have to use our brain for work <laughs> or, you know, it's, 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 it's vitally important that you're, you know, that you maintain that level of focus. Well, luckily right? I don't have that problem. <laughs> so. No, it's very, it's very, very effective. Um, we are running out of time, actually, though, and we do have to bring up um, our legend. Who band. are you? Who what? are you? What? I'm serious. Who are you? This is the first time I've ever seen you actually keep to a schedule. It's so amazing. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm he just has saying. a we professional got, we side. Have, we have an after party to deal with. Yeah, we do. And on Patreon, you can join us at the after party because we have all sorts of all sorts of activities happening, uh, not to mention the bong challenge. But, Eli, awesome uh, to connect again. Man, I just uh, wanted to. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, that's Clapping. that's my if you know to reach me is um, Chemovar Brian right here is Chemovar.io. All right, all righty, and um, it's I'll, I'll like to hear, you know, what your um, you know just I'll, I'll like I'll like to hear from anybody. And <laughs> you will. I'm you open like, to collaborations. Will, yeah. I'm open to anything that that's basically you know um, you know gonna help elevate our industry because I really believe that each one can teach one and. I'm here for the experience. You know, much love to you. Much love to everybody. And um, nice. thanks for having you me. You have I something special. It. You thanks. really do, Eli. Thank you. Nice. Thank you, Eli. Come on, Mr. 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 Hawaii has got to come in the house. All is Claude. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, wait. We have a rule. Whatever comes into the studio stays in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll link up after for sure. Yeah. And then the man himself, Aaron Zeman, is going to come on. I always allow him the last... Final call round the corner, yes, sir. Much in, he's in much better order to right now. He looks a little, he looks, he looks pretty clean cut considering. Come on, my friend. Oh, no, definitely. Hey, definitely while like, we're waiting, I, I, com. I, I, knew done deal. I know you bring the heat, Eli. I already said, I was like, don't worry. <laughs> Now here, speaking of bringing the heat, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this guy, you know him? Ungayo, pleased to meet you. Aaron. Aaron. Z-Man. Hey Z-Man. Yeah, you look familiar. Profe- professional pot grower. Yeah, professor pot grower. Professor pot grower. Professor. Yeah. Everything's a lecture. Everything's a lecture. <laughs> Not around here. You ask an old hippie how to no, make a pie, I'll tell you how to grow a tree. Put your headphones on so you can talk into the microphone. You know, get, get, get professional, right? You just told how good he yeah. did. Now you got to do the same Testing thing. one, two, one, two. Oh, hello, hello. It's already gone downhill. <laughs> Things have already collapsed. What's going down? So always, always the winner of Travel the Farthest to the Party. Yeah. Aaron Zeman. How many times have you won that medal? Every time. I know you're like the guy came from Hawaii. What yeah, party man. Hello, guy? Hello. Yeah, this guy. If you want to party with somebody, who, oh, I'm ready. And off Let's island, only on island. I, I want to dance you like. with I've somebody. Never, never been there with you. You might change totally. But I want to feel. Oh, like you're you. off. It's so right weird, man. Because uh, yeah, there you go. When I'm here, like in on the mainland, and you got oh, this is your, people think I'm like one way, right? Like when I'm here, like I'm like you're in Vegas. So mellow. I'm so like I'm such like I don't really care about anything. Everything's like whatever, man. Right, but then when I'm over there in Hawaii, where it's like everybody's like, I don't know, they think I'm like a fucking Republican, like I'm voting for Trump. <laughs> I swear to God, same dude, two different places, right? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's viewed so two different, thing, completely man. different ways. It's two different ways, man. Yeah, I don't think so. They think so, you're kind of high strung in Hawaii, and then when you get to Nevada, they're like, Yeah, bro, man, you're exactly, the chillest dude exactly. ever. 
Exactly. Yeah. He's never so been accused of being just, the chillest dude so ever. This is so bro. This is so bro right here. I like that this bit more than Christmas sweater. It's my ugly Christmas sweater, but actually, it's not that ugly. It's very right? beautiful. It's pretty it's, nice. Yeah, it's Where'd you get it? Uh, it was a gift, actually. From, Even from the bro? So speaking yeah. of gifts, I see you've got a big box of gifts there. You're I got a big traveling. box. I got a bag. Bags. Bags and boxes. a bag, bitch. Actually, I had, I had invited down... Um, Dream seeds, but he didn't show up. So mm. I don't know, dude. You forgot. I knew it. I, you know when you talk to somebody and they're like, "Dude, I'm there," and you're like, "I'm gonna even put you on the flyer," just to force you to oh. be here, and he didn't even show up. He didn't put you on. I knew you were gonna come, but I didn't. Yeah. Even, I just yeah. put you to the Whatever. description because I, I didn't want to give you too much accolades. Because I, I know, well, I get too excited. Nah, so I know. <laughs> I, didn't want, I didn't want you coming in too hot. Yeah, well, but, you know, I barely even made it. Actually, surprise, go figure. Go surprise. figure. It's another one of those. The damn lift left me. Was so messed up, and then my phone died. Uh, oh man, right? Here. This is like a country, I hear a country song. Was your dog with you? I'm standing on the corner thinking I'm gonna try to flag down a freaking taxi. Yeah, right. And then I had like this deja vu moment of the same exact freaking thing happening the last time. Oh, dread in the house. MJ Bizcon. Dread in the house. He's not coming on the. He's not coming on the camera. Don't worry. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna force you. I'm not gonna force you. So, uh, so what's in the box? What's in the box? Is there a head in there? Don't open the is box. There fucking, is there a head? Don't in there? look at the box. Just tell me now. Why are you putting gloves on? Don't touch Adam. Magic bag. It's the magic bag. What the? You know, Do you, you have like loose seeds up? in there? You just kind of randomly. I know what that is. I remember that's a Hawaiian. You should do something with him as soon as possible. Oh yeah. What's this now? Island. Uh oh, road to Hannah. Hana. The road to Hana. Sorry, Hana. That's Hanna. a special. Uh, that's okay. a very special. Nice. True F1 hybrid, right? Ooh, now we're talking. Solid strains that go back way, way, way. Uh, Maui, Waui, right? Which Circa we talked about on the show here. Seventy-seven, I think. Ago. And uh, roadkill skunk. No. So uh, yeah. Man. That's incredible. Why are, you know what? That's unicorn. I come up here. I Those are like start, two. Is that a unicorn and a Pegasus every time right there? That's like, this guy's so bad. Oh my There's god, no that's amazing. Wow. I've been waiting to put my foot in my mouth for a long time. I just can't quite get it there. No, no, it really is. You try. Well, whatever. Continue well, to try. But okay, so we got uh, Maui Maui. That's just kill. one. That's just okay. That's a nice one. I like that one because uh, they're both really on the on the stinky, nasty side, as opposed to what you would think of from. Uh, Maui Waui, like a fruity, tropical. There are those phenos, but that's not the regular flavor, as you probably know. And then, okay, moving right along. You know, <laughs> moving right, moving right along. You know, you were talking about uh, lots of these Maui Waui's. I got the Maui Waui. You know, whatever. So you said Maui Waui is a male that you're using in, in, obviously, if it's in everything, or is it? Oh, there that's you what go. started all. That's oh, is this? started okay. all of this. That's what started me. This, yeah. 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 This is how we started the Puna Butter right here, yeah, of this course. Is the whole idea. Remember the Puna Butter? I do remember the Puna Butter. There you go. Well, that's, that's one that's right there. And that's that was one that, that I literally uh, had a friend who uh, was from Seattle that was one of the guys from the Northern Light kind of crew moved to Amsterdam. And he, he had some, he, he, he basically was in Hawaii one time and he was just in the right place. And he's, he, but he was sitting in between two guys and, just being a little bit Moorish, you know, like every time they pass a joint, he'd be like, yeah. and then he just fucking, it's like he said, he just went, he snapped, he went into his room, like into the closet and was fucking higher than he's ever oh, been. Shit. He's like, that's shit right there. I'm bringing that home with me. <laughs> <laughs> got, the yeah. shit that made me incredibly antisocial. <laughs> Super antisocial. But well, you got like that. Yeah, 
Exactly, of course. Look at look my at dad. You. He uh, back in the day, he had the uh, Panama Red, and yeah. he told me he had two ounces or two lids of this shit. He'd been waiting a long time to get this shit, and he finally got it. He rolled one little pin joint, and he smoked it like half the joint. That totally ripped, so fucking ripped. He got really paranoid and didn't want anybody to find his dope because he was afraid someone would snatch it because it was so good. So he dug a hole in the backyard and huh. buried it. Uh, That's from Stand By God. Me. And he he forgot. Fucking God. And he forgot where he Man, he dug up that backyard so many times. Never did find the Panama right. Only smoked one joint. That's funny. That's, that's my funny. chocolate tie moment. That's boom, a true boom, story. Boom. Yeah. I smoked one joint of chocolate tie in 1988. Oh, another, another, no another legend. Another legend. Kawhi Electric. You know, I got an update on that story, by the way. Okay, um, so tell us. Kawhi Electric. A lot of y'all might have heard the story about how Kawhi Electric came about, yada, yada, yada. There's power, a, line, power lines. There's power, well, power lines. There's a gate maybe with a lock on it that says Kawhi Electric. Electric. Yeah, yeah. The Kawhi Electric Light Company. Yeah, and they would plant because they knew the helicopters couldn't fly there because of the, hit the power lines, obviously. Well, hey, so that's 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 He's the actual original breeder. Okay. God rest his soul. If anybody knows about James from uh, up there in Kitchikan, Alaska, uh, you know, he had, uh, he had six heart attacks mm. and COVID the year before. And then he was over 70. He was driving from Seattle up to Ketchikan on his hog, and passing on the left, hits the truck head on. Mm. Pow. Right? And Damn. I think we need to pay a little homage to this guy because... Uh, since he was 18, the first plant he ever grew, mm -hmm. uh, he seeded. And every other plant that he ever grew in his entire freaking life, he seeded. I said, wait, wait, wait. So the seeds I sent you that you had grown up and you had 2.7% THCV in my Tropic uh, Thunder anyway. He goes, yeah. I said, so you seeded those? He's like, yeah. So this is the guy that made Kawhi Electric. And the story mm. goes. He's like a hoarder. Well, I think better. I mean, In, in a, way, a good not, way. No, of course, but I was just going to say, like, that sucks the way he died, but at the same time, he but, had six you know, heart attacks. He, yeah, he escaped you know, that six sure times. That I think that's a way, I think, that truck. I think that's a way sure. better way to yeah. go, because oh, yeah. at least he's, like, on right. the way out, like, wow. That's, yeah. It's almost it's like, uh, Final Destination. Death yeah, trying to get that yeah, guy, like, seven wonder, different right? times. Yeah, like, Missed him again. <laughs> like, he's already fucking died, like, obviously. In his so he actually made, he grew those plants, and what was happening was everybody was getting ripped off in that area quiet. Mm -hmm. Right, and so there was like these posts where there was a, a utility road mm -hmm. that they would bring in for you know checking on the power lines and all that, and he put the chain up, and he put the lock on it because he was thinking that might keep out the rippers. Well, that season everybody else was getting ripped. He didn't get ripped. So whenever they talked about that weed, they talked about the Kawhi Electric because he was an electrical engineer, and whenever the electric guys actually came out, he knew all those guys, and he would just open it up for them and let them through. So it's actually his chain and his lock for his weed. So now you got to get a picture of the lock somehow and use that. I don't know <laughs> about that, man. That's your logo. Make that for the pack. <laughs> That's your logo, logo, bro. That's the same stuff I think that you have, but no, right? But, well, yeah. I mean, the Kawhi Electric definitely was one of the strains that was... Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I have to head out. Okay, well, no, you I thought been, we were going to 710. You were. You were. Yeah. We are. Oh, we are. Uh, yeah, he's this guy. He's, I know. Hey, it's man, great. I, it's I, great. I got to break this down. This, yeah, uh, no, no, please don't let me interrupt. Enjoy and enjoy, hey, enjoy man, everything else. Man. It was good to see you, man. We'll right, chop right, it up. Right, and Gaio, thank you so much. Remind everyone how to get in touch with you again. N-G-A-I-O, you know. 
Uh, NGAIO420 on all the social medias, the, link, the, link. the LinkedIn's, I, the. I'm so impressed you hung stuff. out with us the whole time. Man, awesome. I can't wait to come back. Anytime, anytime. We anytime. can zoom in with us from anywhere. Yeah, whenever man. you're, and when we see when you, you're at the, the right future. Friday, you go, wait a minute, is it Friday? Oh, I'm zooming in. We will meet in the future. No, he ha- it, I, I have a feeling NGAIO has a life. And, uh, I do, but I also like to hang out on Fridays. So there you go. So yeah, he might be a, he might be a promo guest sometimes. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, Dave, man. Uh, by the way, Dave, uh, I don't know if you knew this. Guess. I did name a strain after you also. Oh, God. Here Dave's it comes. got more strains. Here, wait, hold on a second. Get ready with the rim shot symbol crash, Vin. Okay. This one is uh, Brother Dave uh, OG. Ah, uh, thank you. Oh. There you go. Back Robo G. It's called Back Robo G. Back Robo G. I took my took a blood Kush male, which is uh anyway, blah blah blah, yada yada. The blood Kush. Is it big and red? Is it a big red plant? What does it look like? With this real nice pineapple SVOG plant that I had I got from seeds. And uh I liked it a lot. It's kind of Hawaiian almost, the SVOG. That grew from the Dave, if I know Dave, do, do you have the charnik wing established in your uh, in your your compound in Hawaii? So for me to come out, you know, you have a car pick me up at the you're airport good, and all good, that. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're How about Mark? Because I bring Mark with me all everywhere I go. All y'all, you know that. All right. As a matter of fact, we got a spot down in Kalapana, man. Uh, uh, Uncle Roberts, man, and that's the spot you guys want to go do your thing from. It'd be awesome. It's an excellent venue. Go like, do our thing there. from? Yeah, yeah. That, you know, our thing. We're going to do our thing. We're going to be out Uncle there doing Roberts, our thing. man, that's where you go down. There's a kava bar. Oh. And the alcohol. The, the, not the, what we're doing. Yeah. Not <laughs> going to a kava bar. Well, you know, come on, man. When you're there, you don't have to drink the shit. I'm just saying. It's there. We'll just make kava them bar's laugh bar's while they're cool. all kava. Yeah. Yeah. And we got Hawaiian music. Okay. And the whole nine yards, man. It's pretty cool. Now we're talking. So we're just going to do a couple shout outs, but we were... We're going to do also Patreon, so we can maybe might get crazier even then. In a bit. Oh, so we're yeah? going to be doing All Patreon. Right. We're going to be doing uh, our nitrous assisted bong hits. Did we charge Patreon. those? Nitrous Did somebody assisted. grab those out? They're, they're charging. I think so. Man, he did, might be. He, he might just, just get about out of here with all that against weed? the wall there, Vin. Yeah, uh, I don't away? know. I think so. We'll find out. All right. Um, but Patreon. I uh, think it's in the yeah, big box, you know, not the small one. About fifteen, but we're going to do some quick shout outs. Let's do the shout outs from the from this show, particular. Yeah, because we are here. Exactly. So we shout out to the Dream Factory for having shout us out. out. Big but time shout out to Justin. Normally Jason we'd be at So High Cafe. Normally. But so right now. High. That's right. And uh, but you know, we're here down in Vegas at the Dream Factory. So I want to give a big shout out to those guys. And also uh, Grove Bags, who unfortunately didn't get to go they, on. But you know, we, have... we kind of got focacted with the time, but they yep. also had something go wrong with their time. So it was kind of a mutual thing. But we that love you guys. That never happens at the MJ BizCon. It's yeah. always at, like clockwork. Everybody's at where they're supposed to be. Man. No. You know, they got a North Tower. <laughs> oh, they yeah. North everyone's... Hall, that's what all the cultivation is. Yeah, I just found that out like five minutes before they closed yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. It actually happened to me. I'm trying to, to sell me. seeds to these packaging people and stuff like that. It just didn't work out too And you're well, like, man. wait a minute. All the growers are over there? Yeah, man. It was oh, just like, wow, man. dude. So yeah. in general, uh, check yeah. out Viper Pit Barbecue. Viper when you're Pit. in Denver, check out the Viper Pit. Yum, and yum. Then, and then, uh, oh, look. Ricky's going to come in last second. What's there going on? There you go. Yeah. Oh, nice, oh, Ricky dude. coming in for the for the ads. Ricky, Ricky in the ads. Um, right. Also want to shout out... Um, DabX, of course, because they have they, their booth is looking um, great, as usual. They had some issues. <laughs> um, yeah, let's just we'll let them tell that story if they want to. But DabX Dab is X. such an amazing company. They had such amazing customer service. 
Um, and if you were lucky enough to be down on site today, you could have walked out with a DabX for $177 plus tax. What? Actually, better That's than... That's a deal at twice the price. Better better than the done deal. So, But as of uh, tomorrow, it's back to the done deal, 20% off, 240 bucks shipped to your house. It's still a fantastic deal. Um, you have to see this new... This Pro Tool is fucking amazing. I mean, it has the... It's angled so that it fits right into the ball piece so that it can sit there and it just goops off right into it. It's like oh, a spoon. Really? So, and it has good. heat level settings. Stays warm. Drip it off, right? Yep. Drip off. Yeah, a little oh, drip wow. into your, into like your that. unit. Into hey, your that's unit. a great solution, man. So yeah. the rocket we have going right now is so perfect for this six-foot bong challenge. So Vinny's on the end. He gets it going. I slobbered too much when I, when I hit it like that. You <laughs> control. Wait, who controls? Does the does the contestant control the nitrous assist or you can if you want to? Did you it's say to nitrous you. or what? Nitrous? Yeah. Like whoa, 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 whoa. Uh -huh. Wow. Oh, I'm down. Oh, but now we see. There I'm you go. Down, I knew it. I knew it. I, I already know. It's like everyone said, wants Anybody one who had never evolved past 16 is going to be fucking loving this right here. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 right, yeah. that's my friend right here. Right here yeah. so, you know I'm, in the, I'm in there, but it's sort of like, you know, I have to, I mean, I'm, I'm a Gemini, so I got both. I can't of those. cough. Dabx.com. Check them Dabx. out. Ozocoffee.com. Greatest Ozo. coffee you, you have, if you've never had it. It'll change your world. So you go to ozocoffee.com, you enter Dundeal at checkout, Dundeal 23, and you'll get 20% off your order. Get on it. Just trust me. It's amazing, amazing coffee, locally sourced across the globe, and then shipped to Boulder, and then roasted, and it's amazing. So ozocoffee.com, Dundeal 23. Uh, Buildasoil.com. 855-877-SOIL, or go to their website, if you ask for the discount, you done deal, you will get 10% off. So it's 855-877-SOIL. Yotip.com. They're in the house. They're, They're back in the there. House. If they want to come on camera, you guys can come on camera right now. I, 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 you're totally welcome. But this, this product was received so amazing at MJ BizCon. I think we gave out 4,000 Yotips. Every single person we approached accepted. No one was like, nah, I'm not going to use that. It just makes your joint hit better. I, I, it's a better draw or whatever it is. It just makes it, the, the tips don't have proper airflow, okay? The yo tip just, it, it does something to it. You're just going to have to trust us. And I don't know what the scientific term is. And then to Vortex. add the... It's a little vortex. It's a little vortex, but it's also just that that separation. It's like when you're. I think it's. If you have a filter and you like pull the filter just a tiny bit out, it hits way better. You know what I mean? Because if you have it like stuck right, it's all too tense. And a lot of these, like people that are doing pre rolls, they're just like making them so dead tight. You're just like. You know, oh, I know all about that. I mean, it, it, this is what it came down to. We're all in circles outside sharing joints, and so I just asked, "Do you know where I was five minutes ago?" No, you have no, no fucking idea. No idea. You, you don't know if I was picking Ricky's nose? You know? <laughs> no, you don't know that. I have no idea. I could use both fingers, oh, both yeah. nostrils at the same time. Oh, you yeah. know? Did I use a turp wipe after? You don't that. fucking know. That. You could touch a, a gasoline nozzle, which is like the dirtiest thing on the planet, I believe. Absolutely. Or you could have touched the inside of the anyway. judge's water bong that we got today that had a little solvent left Oh, if left you're so lucky, it. right? Probably scratch yeah. your nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot of things that could go down. So, Wanna, so Jesse will come on camera. Can we we'll come on and bring him in here? I don't know about the camera angle because it's such a yeah, he can come to the angle, man. Yep, I will. Are any of those roaches? What? Oh, yeah. 
So we have uh, Jesse Sternberg in the house. Right, we went out last night for uh, for some all-you-can-eat uh, Korean barbecue. It was pretty fucking fire. Nice, dude. Cece had never been to an all-you-can-eat. Oh. She couldn't wrap her head around it. She was just like, as a sweet, as a Swedish person. She's like, <laughs> wait a minute. So you could just like eat all you want, and it's just like, yeah, but there's then there is a time limit, and you have to have you can't just have big piles of fucking uh, yeah rolls and stuff. But in general, right. it was like she went, she had her moment there. You guys figured you can move over a tiny bit. Or, or you're gonna come right back. Yeah, gotcha. All right, hold on. Oh yeah, nice one. So, uh, Mr. Big Island Genetics, and it's on Instagram, right? Yeah, man. Uh, give Big it, give Island. It. Here, here, right here. You got your mic. Hello, hello. Big Testing on, man. Yes. Testing one, two. Oh my God. Bueller, Bueller, do it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> BigIslandGenetics.org, and uh, there you go. Yeah. Come check us out. We got the pure. All right, we got Jesse in the house. What's going on, my friend? Right on, man. Not much. You came in right at the moment when we were just hyping up your product. It was like perfect timing, as heard, usual. As usual, perfect. Well, we are hyping. It was amazing. It was great. I mean, it. <clears throat> you, you can tell the story, Jesse. You were great out there. Oh, where? Outside, inside. Oh, okay. For <laughs> we rolled up. The, we're talking people. about handing out the. Uh, oh the tips yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. that was a lot of fun. It, the, the product is going to be a hit. If you don't know about Yotips, you you will after this uh, this event. Um, you'll find them on Planet 13, um, a couple other dispensaries in Vegas, in Colorado, and uh, this is the inventor, Jesse Sternberg. I had the pleasure of meeting him earlier today, and I, I want to say 100%, it's an inspiration to meet someone like him that, that's putting this product out there and doing what he's doing. Uh, give you a lot of credit, my friend. Thank you, brother. You're very well. It's a lot coming from me. Someone oh, like you. No, we we both been through a lot, but I mean, um, I can honestly say I, you have uh, the will of a giant, and what you're doing right now is very inspirational, and I respect it a, a great deal. Thank you so much. Man. You can check out the product at yotip.com. Yes, sir. Yo tip. Is it yo products? No, it's uh, yotip.com or yo products LLC, LLC on Instagram. There you go. That was it. But yeah, definitely. Um, it's one of those things where like like we 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 love telling people about it because. It's it's like once they get it, they're just like, oh man! And we had it last night at the at the restaurant where it's just like, yeah, all the girls are stoked because it's like, oh, and they all like in unison say like, so we don't get it to say, it. yeah, it's like they get it, you know, because you see it, like, fuck, because everybody knows it's like that's where it, you know, uh, that's that's the vector right there. So, cut it off at the source. I got a question. What made you think of this as an item to to use? Like, where did you get the inspiration to come up with it? Well, I mean, wood tips or like tips for cigarettes have been out for a long time. Yeah. But um, it was during COVID that uh, we started thinking of a universal tip that we could just use for joints and keep the tip past the joint. And um, we really didn't want it to be a fear-based product. And we wanted to get the design perfect because we went through five different prototypes to get this design right. So we we were fine with not trying to rush the product out to the market as soon as coronavirus came around because it was like, yeah, we don't want to be a fear-based product just trying to sell fear. Right. So, Well, and also people always say like, oh, oh, that's like some, like this. And we're like, no, 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 not really. It's not because it's, it's uh, first of all, it's, it's 
most of them are not. Most of them are thinking of rolling them on the inside. But in general, even if they don't, and it was something to go inside, is like this is a more uh, the, re- the the renewableness of it. I think is really important because it's birch wood and it grows real fast. But, it's, but, it, but it tastes really like it, not or the, the texture of it is really important. And like so far, every person that I've given it to, they're like they, once you've because you get a little bit of play, just enough. Right. Whereas if it's a glass. Or it's like some bone or whatever. Anything is too hard and it's on your teeth and it's cold out. You're trying to take a hit off a joint. It's like tapping on your teeth or something like that. It doesn't feel right. This one actually has like the opposite effect where it's like it soft. It makes everything like, yeah, you can take a nicer. Yeah, it seems like a better draw. And I mean, I like the simplicity of it. Like, as you said, most of the time when you get a tip, you got to roll it into the joint. This one, you just kind of screw it on real quick and. Yeah. There you go. It's ready yeah. to reuse. And all the and all the pre rolls, it, it actually really does enhance it. Like you can pretty much tell anybody, like, is that, that pre roll? Here, put that on. Does it I'll take? make it hit better. And they're like, oh my god, it tastes better, you know, because it's like that little tiny bit in between. Always, it's like the difference between Europeans rolling filters and Americans rolling without filters. It's like. I'd be like, after living in Europe for a while, I'd be like, dude, you can't smoke like that. It's just like your teeth are black and you're fucking like sitting there all resined out, holding it, and it's your fingers stink. And after a while, now everybody pretty much rolls with filters. Some people don't, you know, whatever. But this, even if you don't roll a filter, you can just pop it in here and you're, you, you've got all the effects that you needed, which is that little difference because otherwise you're going... You have to. You have to right, mix the air. You know, you can't just take a straight hit. So this gives you that, you know, ability to fucking wood. get good hits. Oh, and now we have the big one. These are the extra L's, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to know who the... rolls joints like that. Like, you guys, <laughs> we were just smoking them. We were just smoking them. <laughs> yeah, we try. Oh, we try. Creams? Pass me the cream creams. Yeah. All right, on. Well, thanks for coming on. S- sit with us, Jesse, with as we do the yeah, rest of our Yeah, we're going to finish our ads, our ads and then you. we're going to wrap you. her up. Cool. And Green then you're going to hit that six-foot bong, right, Jesse? Oh, yeah, Jesse's all over. Okay, cool. Get it ready. Load the nitrous. <laughs> so if you're a medical patient in Colorado Springs, you go to Green Farms Med or greenfarmsmed.com, place a pre-order, enter done deal, you get 10% off. It's really become the home of every product in Colorado. So if there is a product you like, there's a very good chance Green Farms Med has it on their shelves. If it's an edible, it's a concentrate, or the Turbo Core, just go to greenfarmsmed.com. Thank you to Cullen for hosting the tour at Green Bros on Tuesday. It was quite informative. He is just making cutting-edge post-harvest equipment. So it, he has a um, that dry sift machine there, right, that tumbler, which is just amazing. Um, I, I, I almost wanted him to dump that whole jar of weed that he, he just had out here into yeah. that. Because um, Green Farms, I'm sorry, um, greenbros.com you get 5% off any big ticket item or 10% off the harvest bucket which is literally like a homer bucket top just slap on top and, I, and I put a drill on it and then you have yourself a personal trimmer so you, again like I said there's no more trim crews guys it's over there's no yeah. no, no one's coming to your party. house no one's coming to help you trim anymore that's over so you yeah. need like a bucket buddy right there where you got a little bucket going buckets, and you can drills. feel like somebody's in the room with you and you can imagine that there's like Someone who cares that you're sitting there by yourself. <laughs> nobody cares. They don't care. They're no. not coming. They're like, what? You're going to give me what? No. You can call your friends who are doing fun things and yeah. see what they're doing. You can trick them he, into he coming. He tricked you into going. I remember, yeah. right? Yeah. At the beginning, you, you have, like, to, you have to have a really good dinner or something made up that they think they're coming to. And then all of a sudden you whip out the hey, scissors. Look at scissor party. Scissor Time to get party. down. And then, yeah. But yeah. now you have the bucket. So you, it's like your first AI friend. 
They need like an AI bucket. <laughs> they should have a little personality with greenbros.com. Uh, greenbros.com. Yes. Apothecaryfarms.com, Colorado and Oklahoma's concentrate focus dispensary. Oh, we'll be seeing them next week at That's the Cowboy right. Cup. Boom. Oh, shit. Yeehaw. Uh-oh, Daniel just gave me the evil eye. He said, <laughs> you're getting me stressed out now. Now I know it's a week away. I Look thought how it was- stressed he is. He lost all his hair. I know. I just fell out. <laughs> oh, you got uh, arrested and they shaved your head? Oh what, happened? Yeah, what happened? Wait, <laughs> you did what at that club? Oh my! Yeah, he's, he's you find out he, at the Cowboy Cup. He's on next that week. list. He's on that list yeah. now. He's on that list. Yeah. Fourteen anyway. or Boulder. <laughs> we'll be seeing Daniel next week at the Cup. I can't wait. This is gonna be. You can go down to Fourteener and you can buy this amazing weed with my amazing photo on it, and not because of the photo, but because the weed is fire. So go to fourteenerboulder.com. You enter done deal at checkout, ten percent off your order. Their prices are already super competitive. You can buy a gram of rosin there for twenty five bucks. Absolutely amazing. The Garden Select is just on point. Absolutely on point. And you know what you can find on the shelves there? Yo what? tips. Oh, yeah. There you oh, go. yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. 14 oh, yeah. Yo, yeah. Thank you, 14. No. <laughs> <laughs> TakeandTopsCannabis.com. <laughs> TakeandTopsCannabis.com. Check him out on Discord. Um... Terpicana all the way. This, I mean, what do I, just trust us. Terpicana all the way. TakingTopsCannabis.com. Go to his Discord channel or find him on Instagram. It's the longest his Instagram's ever been up. I mean. Catch him while you can. When when you see what he writes, I'm surprised it's still up. But go to TakingTopsCannabis.com. HortetechDirect.com. Oh, shit. Holy moly. These guys. Oh, we might be able to sell one right now. Let's see. Anybody need a greenhouse out there? Come on, oh, anybody? Yeah. Raise somebody fucking raise their hand. Any, I need a today. Well, <laughs> no How about no this? Do you need six harvest brushes? Oh, Just buy it. a greenhouse and, and you will get those. six harvest brushes. Totally free. Totally free of charge. So $120 value. Imagine that. It, this is a true story. We interviewed a grower from North Dakota. I had no idea North Dakota was growing, but they are. And it was minus 70 degrees for three Days, three full days with 40, fifty mile an hour yeah, winds. Forty five to fifty mile an hour winds. It was seventy two degrees inside the greenhouse. Never changed, not once. All the mechanics for the light depth are on the interior wall, so they're not affected by the weather, not affected by the wind. Go to hortotechdirect.com, Speak to your rep there. Tell me you heard about it on the Adam Dunn show. Turp wipes. Oh shit! About to get busy on yeah. the turp wipes. You, you'll never buy. You, you get a dab X and turp wipes. You will not have to buy Q-tips anymore. No one will think you have some ear infection when they come in your house and you have nineteen <laughs> disgusting Q-tips sitting there and you're trying to hide them. You just go to turpwipes.com <laughs> slash done deal. No promo code necessary. Turpwipes.com slash done deal. Oh, there he About was. The man himself was. Yeah. We had he him in the split. room. What did he oh, go? He, Another party? No, he's around. He's around. He's around. He's now has a gun far. All right. Bio 365. Uh, we combinations. Yeah. yeah, we did. And if you need to contact them again, contact Tim at Bio365 Soil and tell him what's No, Bio365.com. Oh, dot com. Sorry. Yeah. I said the other thing. Numb nuts. Oh, yeah. And so go to numbnutsco.com. You enter done deal at checkout and you can have. Uh, CBD peanut butter shipped to you anywhere in the country, 20% off. If you're lucky enough to be a medical patient in Colorado, then you can get their THC peanut butter. 
which is a thousand milligrams in this little small tub of peanut butter. It, Dose it out. Don't sit there with a spoon like on, the, on the top floor right now. I mean, yeah. it's a good combination. You can't get much better than peanut butter and THC. Yeah, it's no. like you're like, all right, that works. You know, there's some, there's some oil in there. I'm getting getting high from that for sure. Spoon it on. Yep. <laughs> no, it's kind of like there's certain there's certain edibles that as you're eating them, your eyes get like grittier. Yeah, that's it's weird. Things. You're like, my eyes feel really gritty. <laughs> you're like, and you're going down. Does this That's one add of them. to the adventure? Enter Done Deal at checkout. You're going to get 10% off any order. If you're standing online, tell your neighbors. Sunscapeled.com. Jin was supposed to be here tonight. Um, I think he's, he, he he's just going to pick he, up some food for Cece, I think, at one point. He knows LED technology because he made his bones back in the Chinese mining industry. And let me tell you, the, the level of safety that goes into lights that go in mines are all, are equal to that of those that go into a pool, which, you know, you, you have to stay alive. They have to stay on. They cannot fail. His failure rate is less than one in a thousand fixtures. So you go to Sunscape LED and tell them you heard about it on the Adam Dunn Show, and you will get 10% off your order. SeedsHereNow.com. Oh, this guy, he hates Vegas. Like, I, I, every time we come here, I'm like, uh, you coming to Vegas? He's like, no. <laughs> he doesn't I'll hate never. Vegas. He's never. He's it doesn't exist to him. Yeah, he's like, it's so over. He's so uh, over it. But, yeah, so you'll never see him here at any trade shows, guaranteed. But you can always go online because he's there 24 hours a day. 70-plus breeders under one roof, and they're killing it. And, and no shared oh, and day. Oh, wait a minute. There's some AI to read. Yeah. December is upon us, and we're celebrating the holiday season with tons of incredible deals. Every order secures a free Gush Mints Femme one pack. Gush. Plus, enjoy 25% off on all bog seeds. It's because I said stripper earlier. And mint flavored strains all month long. Don't miss our Christmas Eve spectacular December 24th, Boxing Day Bonanza December 26th, and New Year's Eve countdown December 31st. Nice. Once again, and they're uh, guaranteed seeds, so if you have any issues, you, they back them up, which is unheard of in this industry. And anybody Most of the time, you got to grovel with a guy, and he tries to blame you and say you're a shitty grower, and it just like... I've seen, it go, I've seen it spiral downwards, you know? There's plenty of breeders out there that don't, they, they, they don't want to take the blame, but these guys, are, are so, they're, they're representing so many people, and their failure rates are so low anyway, just because all the guys are top-notch. So You want this sweatshirt? Oh, yeah. can't have it. You know where you can get it? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's the one. You got it. There it is. There it is. Yeah, he got oh, it. Really good. Oh, there it's it even is. Got the print on the back. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's working. I know. Yep. I told him. I, we got extra. With the exception of it, could have a little less polyester in it. It well, is an well, amazing sweatshirt. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. But CC picked the best that the company had to offer. We did the best of the worst. Yeah. <laughs> no, we did the best. No, it's pretty good actually. I, I, so far, we we and we like I said, we picked out all the top quality shit. Yeah. I mean, filter it out. Look and I had to pay for it, so I don't want anybody to think everyone's coming up to me going, hey, you know, if I advertise in the show, do I get a free sweatshirt? No. No, no it's impossible. <laughs> even the, even uh, the host has to pay. Yeah, yeah. dude. Because it's about how, teamwork. But in general, no, if you want to check out there, and we have a lot of designs that are uh, unreleased, old school designs from Amsterdam, which is awesome. So check that out. Support the show. And if you are a Patreon listener, you're going to get to hang out with us at the after party here. Yeah. Well, if by the way, hold on. We forgot. What? If you oh, are Den Denver, you stop by Viper Pit Barbecue. Oh, and you got to also give a yeah. shout out to Crush. Oh yeah. These, these are awesome. So, I, it's it, it. You look at the grind, you know, inside the teeth in there and you're like, yeah. that ain't going to fucking work. Oh, yeah, and the then all of a sudden, 
Holy shit. What do you mean? We have like 40 of them. We have 60. Oh yeah, they're up there up here. So you're going to if you do the if, if you do the the challenge you get the whole time, like, just bro. for doing it. How's whole that? Time. Yeah. How's we that have a whole bunch of grinders. So, yeah, we're um, gonna... winner of the of the challenge gets a Dabex go. Yeah. Um, Vote, as voted by the judges, which are just, you know, all over the place. You don't even know where they're at. So it's totally like a real cup, you know, where it's all just whatever we said. No. If any judge says, I see drool, yeah. you're out. Oh, well, well, in general, this is actually the 30th anniversary of this challenge. The first challenge was a tenth of a gram of trikes out of the pollinator when I first pulled it out. My third, first 30 second stuff that was full melt. And I knew that it was always like, it goes in kind of smooth, but it don't fucking last very long. It would pop out of you. And so we basically set up a, we had a, a, a four foot graphics and we had, then we ended up breaking that and ended up with an 18 inch, but it, we, we made sure even, even that wouldn't choke people out. But the idea was the same deal was you had to, you had as much time as you want to bring the smoke to the top of the tube. Then you clear the chamber. Then you're th then we do the 10 second count and then you have to just retain your composure for the remainder of a minute. Right. And that was, there's a few people that won, you know, Bongzilla, Andy, he was one of the winners. And we think Soma did good. Soma won. Mm -hmm. Ed Rosenthal totally failed, right? We got down. We, Ed Rosenthal failed. Willie Nelson didn't even know how to fucking smoke a bong. He had no clue. He was like, I don't know. I don't know. What do you do? Like, he had zero clue. It was really funny. <laughs> um, and we had Jack failed. We had a lot of failures along the way, mostly. And it was like, I front loaded. Um, I front loaded uh, Jason King really hard, made him puke out the window. That was a good, that, that felt ah, good. That yeah, felt great. good. That was, was one of those John moments. Smith. Anybody who came in, you know, with big balls, they got a bigger hit. So it was like my little way to get it, figure really? everybody out. I, I, uh, Had it all in I've video. And the whole thing that was funny about it is we set up the camera on the bong, which we're going to do tonight with the GoPros. But back in the day, I had like a big bulky camera and I had it mounted on the thing, face it. And it was the best footage ever, but I had a fire, lost all the footage. Totally sucked. Had one copy. Mm. Doug found it. I was so stoked. I watched the whole thing after like 20 years. And it was the best thing ever because it was the soundtrack in the background was actually the best part because it was like us talking and, you know, music in the background, killer songs from the 90s. I was like, dude, this is, that's the best part. But the video was also good because it was just a never ending bong hit of different people. And there was like people who blew back into the bomb. <laughs> there was people who had snots coming out. Yeah, that's a problem. There, I had like I had um, Gene who just passed from uh, uh, with serious seeds. He literally was telling, describing what happened, and he went like that, and some big snot bubble thing came out, and it was like, oh, dude, that was the most disgusting thing we've ever seen. But awesome video, you know what I mean? <laughs> I had these twins. I had these twins that were Dutch, that were like hip hop little girls that were. Thought they were the toughest chicks in the world, and not, neither of them had ever smoked a bong. And one girl killed it, perfect, right? The other twin sister went in, got all ready, and then just like took a hit and coughed straight back in, and it shot in her face. Ha. And we watched it in slow motion over and over and over again. <laughs> we were like, dude, it looks like she got shot in the head. She was like, <laughs> like recoiling <laughs> off of it. And I was like, this is the best footage ever. So unfortunately, we lost all that. So now we're going to try to get more footage. We're going to start tonight, and then at the Cowboy Cup, Next week, yeah, we're gonna we'll have set it up. Set next week, we're gonna sure. have it really set up properly because yeah. today's a test. Because we're at Jason, we're here at the epicenter of where the only place you can blow this glass in the first place because the kiln is huge. So we got a chance to just make it yesterday. So literally, crash test dummies everybody, which is awesome. That's the way it always works. Any of, I've never had a situation where I've tested anything. I've, this is a, I'm living up to my complete style where I've always anything weed related. It's like, dude, we're just doing it, man. We're not gonna 
Test it. Are you crazy? Vinny tested it. He's still alive, so that's good. You test it. I, I test, test it. All right. We all <laughs> sort of normally, but yeah. I did, when I, and also when I did the leaf blower in Amsterdam, it was the same thing. I had not tested it. I put it up on the stage, put all the weed in it, and while it was going, I was right. like, dude. You're giving way, away the story here. You're not going to hear any hot. more about this challenge. You want to find out about it? Join Patreon. Oh, yeah. It's dollar coming. fucking five. It's coming, guys. It's coming. It's coming. 30th anniversary. The story never ends, right? Let's go. All right, yeah. let's do it, guys. Peace. Peace oh, out. Wait, wait, whoa, wait, whoa, wait, 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 What is he doing? I got to get you the, oh. the outro, bro. Oh. Uh, Good night, Aaron. <laughs> Hold on. He needs... Shout out to Mr. Marquez in the audience. Haven't seen him go. forever. All right. It's always a good thing about the Cubs, or not the Cubs, but the fucking MJs. You do get to see a lot of people and not get to see a lot of people. That's the point. like everybody's like, you were there? I, I bump into them all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. I you never do. You do? <laughs> Where are you guys bumping? I, I see most of the people that you see once every few years. For yeah. some reason, I see them more. Wow. Well, there you go. All right. We'll all see right. you on Patreon. But we will see all of you on Patreon. <coughs> Peace. Peace. Oh, Thank Sweet. Some call it lamb's bread. The tea. And some people call it. Call it, call it.